Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of Give Less Fucks. Uh, this little recording is just uh, just to kick off the potty before we get into it. A couple of things, this episode will be a little bit longer than you're used to. We're interviewing some good friends of mine, um, their names are Addie and Abby. Eddie is going through a bit of a cancer battle and just to let you know we touch on uh, his treatment, uh, we touch on things like suicide, uh, we touch on things like anxiety and also just so you know this is his story and his partner Abby's story so it's their perspective, their opinions on the New Zealand medical system. Don't worry there's plenty of lols and lots of funny chats in here and about halfway through the potty we get into the nitty gritty so hang around listen out for some really good stuff hopefully you take something cool away from it and please share it um there's some great learns in this one so share it with your friends your family anyone you may know and we really appreciate all the support you guys are giving us so give less fucks everyone enjoy the potty Awesome. Hey, um, it's really awesome to be on one of our special episodes. We're changing things up a little bit. Um, we've got some special guests, Addie and Abby, good friends of mine. And uh, the reason why we've got them on this podcast is, well, we're all about give less fucks. And we're always about trying to get different perspectives because we chuck our perspectives in on they boys. You mm-hmm. know? How do we give less fucks? Oh, we don't know how to do it. And so we <laughs> thought we'd get some mates that are personal trainers, have a diverse background, are the power couple of Snell's Beach. Oh, Yo. this guy. <laughs> this guy. Um, also going through, uh, what's the best way to describe it, Eddie? A pretty huge personal journey, battle? Yeah. Probably the best way. Which I think will give us for some interesting yeah. chat. So if you're first time coming to the podcast, welcome. Uh, this will centre around Eddie and Abby and us three uh, <clears throat> jokers here. Got Tugs on my right. I got Russ on my left. That's Whoa, your new nickname. Yeah, We're going to okay. lead into that? This week. Oh, this this week. Yeah, 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 sweet. Yeah. Uh, and we got Chubb. Chubb. <laughs> 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 yeah, man. Mick Chubb. Upstairs in the kitchen. You've got to add the Mick. I'm chubbing it. <laughs> I'm really glad you chimed in. Because anyone listening to the podcast going, you called her what? You called her what? <laughs> no, it's What's the background behind Chubb? It's just every time I come, like, I'm always in the room, right? Playing games. <clears throat> and, um. Wait. Yeah, what, what kind of games? Yeah, you know, I'm always in the room playing. Porn up. Um, <laughs> and then every time I come out into the kitchen, she's in there eating. So I'm just like, and yet she's like keeps losing weight. Shit. She's like, like weighs like a feather. But I'm like, you always just you always just fucking eating. Like, how, how, how you never like you know what I mean? So I'm just like, you little chubber. You know, like yeah. it's like you know we see like a baby and they're like little you know, chubby chubby. You know, like like yeah, a cute one. A I'm like, yeah. more to that too because he got me a cup. And when you you know the ones where you put hot water in it and yeah. then it comes up with a picture and he's yep. like go yeah i got your gift and he puts it on it's a stick man grabbing the ass of like of this little stick thing and it's like but my favorite what is it my favorite mcchub in the world something or something it's the booty it's like on the booty and he's like shaking the booty no, no, i, I think like, he's actually kissing the booty oh maybe he is yeah, yeah something like that yeah cool. you know we're videoing cool. this eh? yeah oh sh- <laughs> if you're listening to the audio hey. version only of this um, old chub here just gonna uh, <laughs> giving away my tricks uh, okay. um, right. typically when we do a potty <clears throat> we like to try something um, it's a fun segment and I've said on other podcasts it's a great segment for you eh Russ Tugs loves it Tugs fucking loves it we like to try something new typically it's like a whiskey or a rum or something but because we're in your guys uh, abode and while we're on that if you are watching the video we're at the I guess the 
the gym of Edin Abbey. This is like a personal space you guys have created at your home to get your clients here, right? Just by fluke, bro. Yeah. Um, COVID. Mm. COVID oh, made this place happen? No, yeah, well, COVID. Yeah. And, and, and with um, what's going on with me as well. Like, um, yeah, well, COVID, we, we obviously yeah, just couldn't operate because, you know, but level twos or whatever and stuff like that, or level fours. Mm. And um, we set it up for ourselves. So we're like, we've always wanted a home gym because in the, when we, it sounds stupid because you work in a gym, but like when you work in the gym, you can never train properly because you always get interrupted. Mm. Um, so we always wanted our own little um, home gym. So we did that. And then a few people came and jammed and Abby was like, shit, man, like heaps of my people prefer it, um, especially the, the, the chicks. Yeah. And, um, just because of like a, like privacy and dude, like I and sort of just be yourself and like no mirrors all yep. around there and like there's yeah. not people around and I just it seems stupid because we've been in the industry for so long but you sort of forget like we're so used to being in that environment and then yeah. I've got clients that I've trained for years and they come in here and I'm like I'm seeing a side of them that I've never seen in a gym and it's because they're not worrying about I'm a touch see through this camera uh, you know there's like mirrors or not and I was like this is amazing yeah yeah it actually leads me into something I was thinking about before this but um it's me Skippy and I did a stint at the uh at your old gym actually mm. uh, down at the Fig Factory I think I lasted about six months mm. went once six or months. twice you sure a week about that? yeah it was about sure that. Was six months yeah, it was but um, Ish. it's the thing around Ish. like gym etiquette because it's kind of a weird environment, eh? And yeah. um, reminded me of the first time I went there. And I was anxious about it because I'm like, you know, so, oh, I've never been to a gym before. I was like, oh, so, so I jump on this um one of the bikes there, right? And there's bikes, uh, stationary bikes set up next to each other, right? And um, so I'm jump on this bike, all but like look, looking around, like, oh my god, do I look like an idiot, no? And then where's uh, the key? How yeah, do I start this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> and I sort of like a bit of banter and stuff, but I was like, oh, what's the etiquette here? And anyway, so uh, a lovely uh, lovely girl came and sat next to me on the on the bike, and I thought, oh, here's a chance to, you know, have a bit of a laugh. And I turned around to her, I said, she jumped on the bike, I said, oh, you want to race? And uh, <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't go, she wasn't really into the chat, so I just sort of, since then, I didn't really make conversation as I was, you know, it's just a, so, uh, but yeah, I won the race. <laughs> she had earphones in her. But yeah, gym etiquette, like, you know, and there's a lot on TikTok at the moment with like people, people setting up videos and, and like even yeah. like people like, guys, like feel sorry for guys in that environment, not the pesty ones, but the guys that are just mind their own business and just trying to do the thing and like people like setting up cameras and stuff mm. and like go, like making them out like they're like person stuff. It's kind of sad the way the world's going it's with horrible, social media. Woke, I mean, I, I have the old influence thing i don't want to upset people going on to the top topic but like i do struggle with it in our industry because i've seen some of those videos and i'm like you're only seeing their one side to it and for the sake of mm. likes and follows i'm like i just mm. yes not a fan you sort of mean like a yeah. highlight reel so it's one 10 I've seconds of how they're feeling like ones. got the pump on yeah and then as soon as they walk out of the gym they fucking yeah it's pretty shit to be honest and yeah. then there's that thing of like and this is sad i don't know if this is like we're starting to show our age now or if it's like new generations coming through and that's the way it is but like for a guy to walk up to a female now and say like a gym or something it's like instantly put as like you're a creep like yeah, 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 yeah. But it's whereas like, like yeah. whatever happened to like when you I don't know you hear like your parents and grandparents and it's like you actually spoke to people in a waiting room or you sat down and, and yeah. that wasn't yeah. weird to go and like engage yeah. in a conversation. Whereas yeah. now it's like, unless I meet you on Tinder, this isn't weird. It's it, like- exactly. <laughs> and it's the same in an office environment. Like you've got to be careful not to, you know, mm. you know, yeah. like the banter. If you go too far with the wrong person, yeah. you, you've got a lawsuit on your hands. It's yeah. like, 100. it sucks because we're all people. We like the chat. Mm. And I think girls probably, a lot of girls probably like 
the banter and mm. and they and they give it back. So just a bit, it's just a bit sad, you know. It's be in yeah. that environment and feel a little bit like oh, a bit of you know, intimidating, bro. Intimidating. Yeah, I, I underestimated it. Yeah. Um, I remember when I went to Gold's Gym with our old boss Mark. He took me to Vegas for um, my bonus. So Gold's Gym's like a real. It's like the in California in Cali, most bro, yeah. famous. Yeah, the one where gym Arnold goes. It's like. Say. Arnold Sword, yeah, you know, yeah, that's the right, yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's like coming, California. <laughs> I'm always yeah, yeah, so that's that's where, we, bro. I walked in there and I was intimidated, and like, bro, I just live and breathe gyms. I've been yeah. like a fitness fanatic since like young years, and I don't know anything about gyms. I walked in, and I was like, this place is huge. Yeah, and um, like, there's just dudes trying to size each other up. I mean, it's it'd be like similar to gyms over here in New Zealand too. Like, there's certain gyms as well, but like. I felt awkward <clears throat> so yeah. like coming back into New Zealand was actually good because mm. when we came back to our gyms I was like man how can I make them try and make them more welcoming yeah but then um as you're saying like as to this little setup I still underestimated the intimidation thing like mm. I just like I, I, I do that are like builders and plumbers and they come in and like bro I feel way more comfortable in here and I'm like no way like I'm like dude like a you know you're just like a big buff tradie you know what i mean like i'm like yeah. i wouldn't expect that from you that's yeah. cool yeah. Mm. That's, that's pretty cool. sick it's cool yeah, that's cool yeah. um and on that <clears throat> who was the pest out of you two because you guys obviously um both fitness freaks and who 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 pested it, you know who was pesting at the gym like is that how you guys met i assume like it was oh, probably oh, was, do you want the true story was it, <laughs> 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 was it, wow was it, was it was it chubs over there mate was there was a pay rise on the table up? and um nah <laughs> She just wanted to race them on the exercycle. <laughs> That's exactly it. And she won. I'll tell you a true story. Cool. So, um, <clears throat> I don't know. You'll have your rebuttal. No, That's right. You just keep quiet there, <laughs> let me, let me Let me speak the truth, the honest truth to the T. So, I was innocent, you know. And um, First thing I think about you is innocence. Yes, mm. thank you. I can see it in your eyes. Um, so, when we, so, first of all, we need uh, open the gym with Mark. I'm the only employee. Like, fuck, bro, I'm getting, I'm getting hammered. I'm getting hammered, bro. I need, I need some help. He goes, oh, we'll hire someone. We had two chicks come and apply. It was her and another one. And um, but I interviewed them both. And then Mark goes, oh, they asked, what do you reckon, bro? And I said, oh, no, who do you, who do you reckon? And, and he goes, well, we should probably should get this one. You know? and, I, and I said it was between Abby and, a, and the other chick was literally a stripper. And Mark was like, hire the stripper. And I was like, I was just like, <laughs> come on, man. I think I could do that. Like, you know, so, so I hired Abby. <laughs> And then, and then, like over like the space of how many years we we were like legit, <laughs> yeah. That's that was the awesome. Chacho. <laughs> that's awesome. That's no, awesome. It's so that's funny. awesome. Oh, there, yeah, okay. uh, creep. Um, <laughs> but like, we were just like we we worked together. <clears throat> Legitimately, you just became really good mates. Yeah, like hundred percent. We shared a partner, I had a partner, blah, blah blah. And then, um, long story short, we ended up both ended up splitting up with our partners for different reasons. Yeah. Worked together probably like another few months or whatever. We started Eddie and Abby PT though. Started and then, and, uh, yeah, yeah, started Eddie and PT, yeah, sorry. Yeah. And then um, she goes, oh, we're going to go out to a comedy show um, in town. All right, cool. So we go out. Okay. For some other other our mates came along and she got like pissed as a chuck. <laughs> and I was like, fuck. And then she, <laughs> she'd come over to like, I was at the time I was living with my dad and, <clears throat> and my dad's in Remy where he's, you know, full blonde Italian. Yeah. Your version is very innocent. You are... <laughs> No, this is a man. So, like, I, I was like, okay, so Shut I... Up, you'll get your turn right. Yeah, yeah. All right, hold on. Go, Sean, eat something. But, like, <laughs> if I get... <laughs> but, like, I, I, like, literally carried her 
like uh, went back to my old man's house and she'd crashed there heaps of times you know like not and like it's like honest truth we never did anything yeah and i was carrying her over my shoulder but she was that like she was she was gone man she was trashed and i trying to unlock the fucking code door and everything and the banging her head on the walls as i was going up and i just <laughs> i like just threw her in my bed and i was like oh fuck you know like i don't know where just go there she's like Ugh. yeah and then um so i was like oh screw it so i just jumped in the bed as well i was like whatever it's just just abs you know wow oh suddenly oh, like oh mr creep mrs creep here if i could sh- shuffles over and oh, i was like why is your why is your head why is your head on my on my oh. shoulder so i moved over a bit comes a bit closer oh. <laughs> somebody wanted a snack all of a sudden our instagram followers go, bing, 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 yeah. bing, bing. all of a sudden all of a sudden that microphone technique came into play <laughs> Oh, the rest is history. Eh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and my, bro, my little sister was in the room next door. She went upstairs to my dad. <laughs> to my dad's rock and mom goes, I think I need jumping on the bed. <laughs> she was real young. <laughs> Why they jumping? Trampoline. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait on. That was gold. Uh, um, rebuttal? Yeah, Chubbs. I've got no words. Maybe, maybe just how the percentage of that story you, that's I'm, true. That is the truth, man. Do, do you, re- do you remember it? There is definitely some blanks to that evening, but I remember like screaming and giggling and getting carried down the driveway. And I also, you know, after a few drinks, you feel confident. And I was like, I like yes. this human. You should be my human. And then something, <laughs> something. And I'm hungry. <laughs> and you're there. So that He's happened. Like, hungry hungry um, for love. <laughs> I don't, I'm hungry. Because um, oh. I know like clients and everyone are going to listen to this and be like, wow, wow, wow. We can. I just, I just need to explain my innocence. Yeah, That's no, so all. That, that happened. Yeah. yeah, that was the thing. And then good context. the next part of that story was, because we were actually quite good friends. We started Eddie and Abby PT pre like that happening so before you two were together so before, we were still in relationships mm. or very like you know like mm. and then you guys started without going into too much yeah so we started oh, cool. it i was very freshly in the industry he had a bit of experience and had had some bad experiences working in some other gyms and stuff mm. and then he kind of like he always says like saw potential and was like i'm gonna help this chick like she would be good if she can stick it out and you know and so he then we started it and like Honestly, it just worked. Like Addie and Abby together, it worked so well. Question: Who, who had to change their name to make your marketing good with Addie and Abby? Because we both quite... we both legit were called Addie and Abby. Oh, that is ridiculous. That's, so, yeah. I, like, I got like her. her, her you say were? Isn't that a past tense? Sorry, wait. We were. No, we're some, oh, yeah, my yeah, bad. No, no, sorry. Um, now uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, yeah. He's Abby and that's Abigail, yeah. and then my one's like a mouthful. It's Adriano. Um, that's, that's the Italian that's the heritage. Adriano. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Dad. Is that how you wooed her? That uh, <laughs> that's how you say it in Italian. Yeah. Cool. Do you know what's like being a kid, bro? And the teachers are like, Adri, Adri, Adri. It's Eddie. Yeah, just Eddie. Yeah. Oh yeah. So we started that. That started to work really well. And then that night happened. And then the next day, I remember waking up and just like opening my eyes. And can I just put it out there? I'm not usually that kind of person. So I was like, I've just woken up in my manager's. Oh, yeah, this is which I is crossing, him. which is maybe crossing a line. Yeah, but it was a weird one because at the same time he was still like a best. Like we became great mates. We started the business yep. Addy and Abby together. So then it was kind of like I was like, oh, this like this could be bad. Mm. Like it could be really good or it could be really bad. Yeah. And I remember waking up and I was like, I don't want this to be weird. And I rolled over and high fived him. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. 
It's very gym etiquette too, eh? There's your etiquette, Jeff. There's your gym etiquette. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's your gym etiquette. Man, that was that was that was interval training. So that was Yeah, so did you guys tend to just high five every time afterwards? Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes I put my hand up and she's just like You can do Could it could have been longer? Yeah. Um but yeah, and then Addie and Abby happened and then here we are. Yeah. Still, so, like how long it, have you guys been together? Um, seven, fifteen eight, years. <laughs> oh, uh, Twelve. Two. Eight, it would be coming up eight years. Oh, wow. I think. Yeah. I think I was close. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Um, no, was it eight years? Yeah, about eight years. Eh? Sure. Yeah. There's a. It gets confusing too because there was like a little time there where it was like we obviously this happened started the business that was going really good then we started something going on behind the scenes but you were a little bit nervous like mixing business relationship yeah. friendship like there was yeah. a lot of concern i think or it definitely was for me and i just remember i remember talking to my mom and i was like mom like a, I, I don't know if the timing's good like i've not long come out of a long relationship like yeah. we're starting this business thing together and I, rem- yeah. I remember where i was standing and what mom said to me and she goes if not now then when's the right time like oh, if you wow. if she, you and this because she was watching our progress online with our clients and like as a team in a work environment she was like you two like honestly it's something special it's pretty special and then she went high five so we kind of just rolled with it but we kept it on the down low for yeah. quite a bit and so like the line when we say how long we've been together I'm like, there was definitely it would have been not it would have been like eight or nine months of like no one knew anything yeah. was yeah, going yeah, on. Right. We're like, we're just no one needs to know. It's not their yeah. business. Like, yeah. it's it is what it is. Yeah. And secrets kind of fun. You guys together? No. Run upstairs in the gym. Like, Do you want to race? <laughs> <laughs> They're really yeah. good at high fiving. Why are they so good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Tapping each other on the ass as they walk past. Yeah. Yeah. Like, These guys are it's Jimmy the good business Jeff. partners. Fucking hell, it's Jimmy the good man. Cool. Well, should we get into? Get your shots Whatever this is going on Because I just want to get it done <laughs> So yeah we like to try something And because we're at, uh, at your guys house mm. We thought And because you, you know, you're really good on the fitness and the well-being We thought we'd try something that You guys might like Or could make us like That's not whiskey or rum Or something different mm. So what do we have in front of us Abs? You have lemon You yep. have ginger mm-hmm. Turmeric root And oh, Orange Orange Okay Yes and black pepper and a whole lot of good times. It's actually called an immunity shot. Yes. Mm. Is it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's like, um, it's wicked for your immune system. Like, really, really good for so you. So we're going to try this. And it's like um, it might give me the runs, I... to be fair. <laughs> Tastes like shit. So, oh, don't tell me that. <laughs> give less fucks, everybody. Give less Thanks for having us. Yeah. Thanks, Thanks for coming on. One, oh Chug it back. Whole thing. All in one. It's going to taste beautiful with a beer. <sighs> oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> Oh, that is so pungent. Oh. It's the pepper. <laughs> you don't put pepper in it normally. Do you? No, I don't. There's a reason for the pepper. Yeah, oh. I think it's already in my stomach. It burns. Hey, you know why? Because you can feel it there. I can oh. feel it there. It's, it's, nearly, touching the, it's nearly touching the bean bag. <laughs> the high five is just never going to yeah. be the same now. Yeah. I, I feel wow. healthier already. Mm. Oh, well, hang on. Oh, thanks for that. Yeah, apart from, Anytime. Apart from sweating on so. my eyelids, I feel really good. <laughs> you guys want another round? I guess. You, guys, you guys might have to do the talking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys don't Google after that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, it's just before high five. So <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
And this is the exact reason why Lee yeah. is not allowed in a this gym pole facility. So we're in your, your, your base now. Does it feel quite cool that you've actually got your own space now that you can kind of... I guess command your own destiny. You know, honestly, just when you guys came in here and I had to shoot up the road with Eddie, I was like, it reminds you every time someone comes in and they go, whoa, and like, look at the view, look at the space, look at yeah. the wall. And then we're like, oh, because I think we're still like, oh, you f- you almost feel like, are you going backwards? Because you're taking yourself out of that like big gym environment. Sure. And then we're like, no, fuck, this is cool. Like, this is like our vibe. This is us. We don't have to worry about like, they're swearing or weird pictures on the wall or kind of music the music you, you play oh, yeah, like yeah, it's, yeah. it's yeah. like your vibe and like i think in the gym you still kind of hold back a little bit because you're like you're you're trying to cater for everybody whereas Members. now the people that come to us like we've got fucking cool clients and the vibe is just like cool and i feel like it's because you can you i'm know? also like i'm a big fan of professionalism but then i'm also a big fan of like um i don't know the word for it but like in the gym you always had to dress to a standard um in here man like us us give you like I'm just in bare feet, bro. Yeah, man. Like, I'm just the way I am now. Like, I'll be in a singlet shorts. Like, sometimes I just wear my, like, my reindeer sandal uh, slippers that she got me for Christmas. Perfect. Like, casual as, man. And, like, I noticed, like, some of my clients, they'll come down and they'll even take their shoes off now. And, like, and it's... Well, you you created a comfortable environment. Yeah, that's exactly it, man. Like, I still... I'm still trying to be professional in what I do, but in terms of, like, I don't want to... You know what I mean? I feel like in the gym industry, you shouldn't rock up to, like... Well, you... You should in some aspects, but and, and and I would like it that you don't rock up to like someone shirt collar and mm. and I did all that in the past, but yeah. like you know what I mean, like matching trainers to your, to your shirt. And yeah. I mean, you do look very professional, but in regards to like an intimidating thing, when the fitness industry is a very image based industry, right? Mm. And you walk in and you're generally addressed by some muscle mutt or like some real like fit or whatever for most people and then like whoa you know this is awkward and, yeah. and whereas it's like you walk up and hey bro and i got my hat on like backwards and bare feet and nice it's just, but uh, yeah you know feel. yeah yeah i guess it's sort of a chance to be yourself though like yeah. so when we talk about this on the potty like give less fucks it's kind of mm. like don't give a shit about what you think what you think and whatever mm. and so when you do come in here and like for those listening if you're not watching the video like we got like sort of like wooden walls we've got a whole weight set we've got a boxing set up like two or three racks there's a motorcycle motorcycle and a jet ski sort of flanking mm-hmm. Eddie and Abby so it's pretty fucking awesome yeah I'm not, I'm not trying to bag the professional thing but I'm just that's mm. the kind of thing we're trying to go for here well, it's, it's, it's more personal casual. yeah casual you know like you, I think yeah. it's like represents us like well totally. if you meet us brand, and you yeah. hang out with us and you got to know us you're kind of like it's, it's Eddie and Abby that's, yeah. that's mm. their vibe but that's mm. cool and so Fun. do people come come here just to do their own workouts without PT or nah, is it all, all PT? It's more like a private studio, bro. It's more like PT. Yeah, just yeah, PT. Yeah. We have our own classes. Yeah. Um, we've had like eight people in here doing boxing. It was mm. mean. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, you came along. Yeah. yeah. Um, we did that boys sesh, which was mean. Was um, I did it I did it mostly just for like to promote mental health. Um, and we had like 10 of the lads, eh? Mm. And um, yeah, so Skippy was here as well. And we, we'd like trained blasted arms, like completely overdid it. <laughs> Fuck, um, not, hey, hey, hang on. Overdid it's a fucking understatement. <laughs> so we came in as 10 dudes. It's all got different range of ages and fucking job situations. Oh, and, yeah. uh, uh, and what Eddie does really well, just give everyone the same fucking workout. <laughs> oh, bro, it was and, like, and then we did this arm blast. And for like four or five days, I shit you not, I couldn't get my arms out of a 90 degree, 90 degree <laughs> angle, bro. To wipe my ass, I had to kind of claw my fucking hips and reach around. And you hear me in the toilet going, oh, fucking Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> and see... 
I was going to ask you guys at the beginning what got you into personal training. Is it seeing people in pain? Is it like a is it like a sadomasochist kind of fucking? Just kind of loves, he's like, yeah, do another fucking squat. Uh, does it hurt? Yeah, <laughs> the fucker. <laughs> Give him. Uh, they didn't get him. Give him some pulse squats next. Uh, but those sessions are really cool because there's mm. you know ten of us uh, included, and it was like a whole. Like, we did boxing and arms, the, the, the sore arms afterwards. But ten guys from different walks of life yeah. all getting together, and then at the end of it, and even during it, there were just chats that you typically wouldn't have with some of these strangers that you don't really know. Bro, so like, doing a workout. I know, I know, I don't know everyone's full story, but I knew more about behind the scenes than obviously everyone else had just kind of met each other for the first time. Mm. Almost a couple of the boys met each other before. And I was like, and I was a cool man because I was like, I know what that guy's battling with roughly. I know this guy, I know this guy knows. And it was like, even, and the cool thing is, is Abs gets to talk to the, the partners. Mm. And um, especially for dudes, we're generally more closed off than chicks, right? And the chicks will like talk, yeah. which I think is a very powerful thing to do, right? It's, yeah. it's, it's Massive. a very good thing. And Abs will like say like, <clears throat> like one of the boys, her, his partner said to Abs like, oh, it's, I haven't seen him smile like that in a long time. You yeah, know, and like, cool. yeah, photos, you know, really? cracking up yeah, laughing yeah, yeah. in the photo, and it was just like one of those moments that you captured. You see me zoom around with the camera, yeah, mate. And yeah, she messaged, and I was like, oh, that that mm. stuff's pretty cool. When you hear that, like, obviously, like telling him, it's pretty rewarding because I was like, and it's also kind of sad at the same time too. I'm like, you know, you just never know what people are going through, right? That Which obviously would be like right. when you touch on his stuff soon, and that you just yeah. never know. So it's pretty cool. You see, like. Mm. people like yeah, that cool. having good a good fun. laugh yeah and i know that i know that's good for you guys too eh? in terms of like, it's very fulfilling yeah. Mm. yeah 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 well essentially you're in the game of making helping people and making people's lives better <clears throat> and so that's probably pretty powerful to it, it um having an effect mm. yeah it can go it could this could kind of probably stir a bit of a tangent but like it, it was that's that what you've said is has only been enhanced over my journey yeah my career um is, is like learning how to help people better if that makes sense like when you first start out you sort of think oh i want to help people <clears throat> but you sort of get and and years ago especially the fitness industry is very has basically been like raped and abused for marketing purposes where like abs have been classed as healthy and you got to drink this protein shake to be healthy you've got to look like this you gotta do this you gotta yeah. train like friggin insane but and it's like you get sort of caught up in that when you i guess what you could do when you first start and you go to say someone comes along and they go oh can you help me and i go yeah cool here's a fucking low carb diet here's a fucking training split for four days a week and mm-hmm. you know fuck your excuses get her done you know and it's like that's just not realistic for most people that have kids have a job have like you know what i mean and it's yeah. like um that that so yeah i guess where i'm going with it is like mastering the art of actually being able to help people so there's like there's perfect ways to do from get to get to a to b you know so you want to lose fat well here's the perfect a to b way yeah but it doesn't necessarily mean it's perfect for you yeah i've got to find tug's perfect a to b way you know what I mean? Like, yeah. <clears throat> good luck with that. Yeah, no, no. Was, <laughs> the bee's gone missing. But we'll... <laughs> what was your question? You, you had a question you had asked them about training. Remember? I remember. Uh, you, you no, mean, like, I was joking. From... I didn't actually want to ask that. You mean no, from I station see, now to we station? need to know what the question training? is. Station to station. Yeah, like from station to station training or actual physical training. We're talking about a bus stop. What are you talking a train about? Train stop. 
Training. Training. Oh, training. Yeah. 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 I was lost there for a second. Yeah, I was and now I'm back. I'm yeah. still a little bit lost. Yeah. Um, I, I text the boys the other night saying, oh, you get, get to meet my mates, um, Eddie and Abby. Any, anything on your mind? And I think uh, Tugs was like... Um, Oh, just if you want to do nothing and get abs, what do you do? <laughs> Asking for a friend. No, it was, it, was, it was it was it was how can you be lazy and get gains? Ah, that's it. Uh, yeah, there he is. Uh, um, so, is there an answer to that? <laughs> um, ginger and black pepper. Do you know, not a question. What ginger I want to say pepper? is, like, knowing it, and obviously our journeys have changed so much, mm. but. And he just likes quick, easy, like, oh, it doesn't sound good for me. But high five. Just <laughs> Group high there five. It is. There it is. But like, you know, he doesn't want to muck around in the kitchen for ages. He doesn't want to stay downstairs doing really like long workouts and things like that. And yeah. he's still managed to get, keep himself in great shape through his journey. Obviously yeah. he's got other things going on, but like, yeah. There is ways to do it that you don't have to be in the gym for hours or twice a day or up at, like we were talking about this the other day, mm. four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Cause, yeah. You know, like there is actually. It's actually really easy, bro. Yeah. There yeah. you go. Yeah. If you, you do if, have like, to do something. If you, if you, yeah, I, I, yeah, it can be really hard, but um, it can also be really, like, really easy. Yeah. 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 It does take a bit of effort, like, but not oh. as much as you, not, not as much as is being marketed to. Mm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's almost like you got to climb Everest. Seems like routine. You don't really have to. Yeah, yeah, we'll get there. We'll talk about that later. There'll be another segment. I'm on a quest to find my quickly change the subject. Yeah, yeah. I'm on a quest to find my jawline that I want. So we'll talk about that later. Kara, <clears throat> yeah, back to me. Um, we've sort of danced around it a little bit since starting the potty, but now good time just to share, I guess, your guys' uh, journey for the last few years and um, the mm. things that have really changed and reshaped your life in many ways the big dark secret yeah right the big, the big dark secret that yeah yeah I thought yeah. that was the high five was the dark secret yeah. it is oh. yeah. uh, exactly what yeah. it was it's a long um, high five is that's the problem well i suppose because you would i don't know how many people would know addy pre his situation that we'll touch on but like he was right into bodybuilding massive like i remember the first time i met him and i was like oh like the calves on him and the big like Typical like meathead in the gym. What would, what did you weigh? Hundred and uh, I I didn't really weigh myself too much, but I'd fluctuate between a hundred, hundred and eight. Yeah, like something like that. Massive dude, right? Like lived and breathed lifting weights. The diet when we look back now was like I remember one time watching him in this little dodgy little cubby hole we had in the gym, and he was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's frowned upon you. Know. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've got follow up questions. <laughs> Corner and he, guys, and he's got this tin of tuna and he's literally gagging. Like he's going, I hate, I tuna, hate tuna, but he's so eating it because he's like, gotta get big, because gotta he get muscles, gotta like, yeah. and you look, yeah, uh, and you look <laughs> back now and you're just like, honestly, like what? But anyway, so like he was like big into that. Is isn't an addiction? Is an addiction when you oh, yeah. see the gains and yeah. you're like, yeah, it's like a, a drug, man. Yeah, yeah and you just yeah. want to, yeah, yeah, and. I, then, I was always obsessed with it though, bro. Yeah. I was always obsessed. Like I started training when I was like 13. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and then when I went to uh, military school, I met a guy called Don who, um, who was just like this bodybuilder. He sounds like a bodybuilder. Yeah. 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 Ex like <laughs> Navy Don. dude. Don. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don, yeah. 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 fucking serious. And, um, <laughs> like I, I was always like a bit of a, I still am like, I'm a bit of a nerd. Like I, I like my anime and yeah. and stuff like that and all my superhero stuff. And, um, and then I drank Z or so you know, I was obsessed with it. And, um, this dude, I remember I was like in this, 
glass office getting interviewed for the military school and i just i looked over and i just saw this dude walking down the hallway and i was just like fuck that is though he is the man like he was just this like hercules looking motherfucker and i was like shit it's got obsessed so i was yeah. just obsessed and then he helped me a lot yeah and um i was just yeah but yeah it's like a drug when you start seeing the games it's definitely a drug mm. but i was just obsessed when you yeah. come out of it and this is obviously just like an opinion from your personal experience i was like a little mini him where i got super obsessed with it too yeah. i was like i just want to be strong and like yeah, yeah. lift all the heavy weights and you've done bodybuilding as well and stuff like so that? i did a show and i don't want to offend people i'm trying to be careful with it but like i would never do it again because of the damage that i did to my body in that process right um from a female's perspective yep. and i think sometimes and this is the scary thing about when you go into a gym and you meet a trainer and they're fresh out of study i think a lot of trainers and i've done it myself fall Mm. into that trap of just that like really almost like copy and paste sort of approach to it or everything just revolves around bodybuilding because you're just like everyone needs to get muscly and strong and that's how you train people and then the more you learn you realize like we're so unique and you need to dig deeper than that and like for me back then he was obviously doing all his bodybuilding eating the way that he ate and i basically was just doing it the same but i didn't know him at the time when i did my show but knowing what i know now i'm like you can't just go and cut out carbs and you can't just go and muck around with all all of these foods and you've got no idea what you're doing internally so outside people were like oh they're fit like he's big he lifts weights he's muscly he's eating tuna and whatever else you read is he healthy but we when we look back now we're like oh my god at the photos like the inflammation in our body and like it's unreal. Like, I almost feel like I want to, like, send you photos so that you can well, put that up. You've you. shown some, eh, to yeah. us. Well, yeah. Um, do you mind sharing some of the, the, the I guess, those outcomes for you? That yeah, so like, when yeah. I did my competition, I got down to, like, my average weight for me back then, I was, like, 20, 22, 21, 22, when I was, like, prepping for it. 64 kilos was kind of, like, my average weight around then. Not that weight matters. I'm just telling you this just for perspective with where it went with it. And, um... Then I went on stage at about 58 kilos. So you drop a lot of um, like water weight and stuff going into the show. You would have heard people talk about like depleting and things like that. Yeah. I didn't do it anywhere near the level that Addie did, but did my version of getting my body fat down pretty low. So is that like a cut? So you're cutting yeah, you're, everything out to yeah, get so sort you, of and vascular really, and, and... Yeah, you're really like yeah. shredded, as yeah, they yeah. would say. And like um, for me, that involved very low fat diet um and then you start playing around with your carbs close to it um and at the time i didn't think anything of it because i was like um yeah like i remember saying before to mom i was like mom i've got abs (laughs) but no one no one told me about reverse dieting so for someone that was listening to this that has no interest in doing a show you probably don't realize you're doing it but you're probably doing the same damage that i did in my comp and that was to pull out all these food groups Mm. not replace them with any nutrients or anything that my body needed and then after my show just go back to normal and be like okay well i got small yay i'm gonna drink and eat normal again so i did that and in the process i messed around with my hormones so i lost my period and i didn't yeah so which there's at the time i don't think i thought much of it i was like but i've got abs but then it wasn't (laughs) until it's all worth it look at me and then i started to gain quite a lot of weight quite significantly so i went from the 58 kilos that i was to just like honestly not not so much eating bad food but just eating normal again and then i blew up to about 75 kilos at my max which was like big for me that was i'd never been that heavy in my life and then i it was a process that it wasn't till about 10 months in and i was like i'm not getting a period like maybe that's concerning and i remember going to the doctors and they were like 
yet you your hormones are all out of whack um you you potentially may not be able to have children mm. like your, your stats aren't looking like good at the time and i remember going out to the car bursting into tears mm. with my sister because i was like over a fucking competition yeah like that, yeah. that's what i and, and to put some cool photos on instagram and be like train with me i'm a personal trainer like i and then it kind of like hit home and i was like this like what the fuck yeah. and actually funny enough by this point i had met him and got the job in the gym and he, and he sat me down and goes all right we're going to take you off all your pills that you're on like um like your contraceptive stuff yeah. like cut it all out let's let your body try balance out naturally and like it was a process if you if you mess around with your foods muck up your metabolism muck up your hormones it's not going to be like i'll go to the doctors they'll give me something to fix it or in a couple of months it's going to come right like that that was years of getting to this point that now i'm mcchub and i can eat anything and i don't blow up (laughs) i love that nickname but like it's scary shit like when i see young people now or anyone and they're like i'm gonna cut out like my carbs i'm gonna do this i'm like careful and that's because they're going yeah. to like an extreme right like so i guess there's always a place for extreme athleticism and and, and yes, for people no. that are wanting to get to a point but there is repercussions you, yeah, that's what you guys are talking you about you can eh? do like, that stuff but you can hurt a yourself eh, if you don't yeah. do it right like yeah. you say i'm going to the um extreme and you're it's correct and also miscorrect in yeah. a way like you yeah you go into the extreme depending on what you're trying to achieve but it's actually um going the wrong way bro yeah bro it's actually going the wrong way yeah, like um, yeah, no, nah, like it, it. There's so much more to then to losing weight or getting shredded, to just reducing carbs. And is that because, it, like you guys were saying, like there's this emphasis on the visual? Eh? Mm. It's because like, the marketing. This is how we look. It's yep. because of the marketing, bro. Yeah. It's been yep. it, the the fitness industry has been fucking raped and pillaged, bro. Yeah. In my opinion, yep. you know, and it frustrates the hell out of me because it's like, it it deters people and and all sorts of stuff you know like everything's abs everything's low carb everything's like i'm not bagging any diets here sure and i've done i've done them before um but you know it's like the the, the keto went through a phase and now intimate fasting and now this and now that and i'm just like it's cool like like keto i think definitely has like some sort of like medical benefits but realistically for a weight loss diet in my opinion might get hated on i think it's fucking shit yeah. because it's not it's not maintainable yeah. who and and you know how many people say to me oh, i'm on keto oh yeah i have blueberries for this blue i'm like bro i guarantee you you are not in ketosis sure because when i did keto you have to have about 80 percent or more fats and then the, the rest you, you can have like basically proteins and so i was literally like just like i couldn't even have avocado if oh, i had wow. avocado it would take me out of ketosis and and so like i literally had to just have like oils and coffee like coffee with like coconut oil to get my fat up yeah um like cream and like all these like to really get into proper ketosis so like <clears throat> like um like i got family members that like they're like oh keto keto and they're making like keto muffins and they have like certain flour and i'm like it's not keto that's just low carb you know what i mean so from a medical point of view like yeah. or from like how i think there's definitely some potential health benefits there of like yeah but from a weight loss point of view, I, I know I'm not a fan of it. It's you just, will lose weight, but it'll come back on. Yeah, it's not. It's just scary. I think right, the a lot of it's water you weight. Do, you, right? you hold yeah. water. Every car, like all carbs, hold water, especially carbs. And as soon as you reintroduce them, you're just gonna put the water back. It's just gonna come back on, bro. Mm, yeah. You can't do keto for the rest of your life. 
will Powerade fix my hangover? Exactly. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> the answer is yes. Yes. Because it's a placebo. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so, but, but in summarizing what you're saying there, would it be fair to say that it's not one, like obviously doing it right, getting the right advice is obviously a big piece, right? But there isn't one size that fits all. Like, so something might work for you, something might work for me. Like for I me, a blend has always kept me fit. Like I've never done one thing really well. I've, like with you, I've trained with you heaps. Yeah. And I, like fucking ebbs and yeah, flows. Yeah, yeah. Of- but there's no right or wrong way, brother. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like there's many ways to skin a cat in, in the fitness How many industry. Ways well, actually. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, and that, like, you know what I mean? Like if you want to get fit, bro, you can run, boxing, ugh, dude, yep. like dancing even. Even like um, her sister, bro, that we just met in saw Queenstown, she's in the best shape of her life. She does silks. Which is like, um, it's like she, like pink does it. She basically yeah, and she's like busting out pull ups yeah. now and all yeah, this, man. and I'm like, she she's in wicked shape and she's doing. Funny enough, it. though, on t- on that topic because of where we are and what we're talking about today, she also was not at a very good place mentally, and so it's funny watching the transition in the last six months, six to eight months. She's stopped drinking as much. Well, she cut it up. She doesn't she, drink. She cut yeah. out completely. Wow. Um, but she met not in a way of like I'll never do it again. But she's just sort of ditched that, got herself into this really good place mentally, and you can see it. You can feel it when she's in the room. Like she brings like a different energy, and you just look at her. She is literally glowing. That's like awesome. and in such mean shape i'm like but again going into when we talk about eddie's journey i think the signs were there as well of some of these things that don't help with weight loss and they're not yeah. anything to do with your diet yeah. or the exercise routine yeah. like it's so much deeper than that and yeah. that's what we've learned and now like our whole perspective of how we train people is so different I because bet. we're not it's like when we sit down with a person you dig so much deeper than okay well like what are you eating in a typical day like it's just it's so much more yeah because so i guess more. someone's metabolism is based around what they've they've um, done back in the like yeah for, bro forever. Like, like if you change something like that does it fuck around with you you can you can definitely cause metabolic damage for sure yeah. which is your metabolism but it's something that's also i feel i found in my experience it's something that's a little bit exaggerated mm. like you definitely can 100 percent, but i don't think it's as easy like as easy to cause metabolic damage as a lot of people think it is um like just for like i guess it's like in the same aspect too where people sort of think oh they'll wake up in the morning and they put a kilo on and they're like and that'll just screw their whole day oh mm. i've gained a kilo i'm like dude like the and like i shit a, out a kilo yeah <laughs> yeah like <laughs> a kilo f- yeah yeah <laughs> a kilo was a skin cat wasn't it <laughs> <laughs> yeah so, anyway a kilo fluctuation is one of the is nothing, bro. You know, yeah. um, and it comes back to that water retention. Eh? Well, inflammation is huge. So when we did we did like um, six week challenges in Walkworth, when we came up here. We kind of started the six week challenge thing. We did them with more FM, and um, <clears throat> I went on the radio with Abs and and um, another trainer, and and um, we talked about it. And then um, Brent goes when he was hosting at the time. He goes, "Oh, to lose like these people are losing like ten plus kilos of, of weight in six weeks." He goes, oh, I don't, like 10 kilos of fat, must be amazing, blah, blah, And he goes, so what were you? And I said, well, first of all, it's not fat. And he's like, looks at me, he's like, what is it? I said, bro, you'd be lucky if like two to like a couple kilos, three kilos of it's maybe fat, maybe a touch more. Mm-hmm. But I said, a lot of it is inflammation, man. Like our bodies can hold an absurd amount of inflammation. Yeah, it leads me on to, <clears throat> Lee, you did a weight loss challenge at work, didn't you, once? 
Yes. Um, and you weren't doing that great. I was, I was doing all right. <laughs> no, no, you were doing all right, but you weren't yes. winning and you wanted to win. And someone suggested that you get really drunk the night before, and before weigh in. And then you went in. Yeah. No, and nobody, you wa- nobody suggested it. I just did it. <laughs> um, no one tells won. Lee what to do. Yeah. Natural and, genius. Russ, yeah, sorry. Yeah. And then I won. And then I found out afterwards that that happens. Yeah. Oh, so you didn't even consciously, you didn't consciously do it. No. You were just like, oh my God. Subconsciously. No. <laughs> no, it's because I didn't drink for as long as the challenge was. And it was getting boring. And then, yeah, so I had a drink before the weigh-in and then, yeah, I won. Yeah, but that comes back to, like, the retention of... So you dehydrate yourself, don't you, when you drink? When I did my show, I, I shaved in five days, I shaved 12 kilos. 12 wow. kilos? Mm. Holy... I was 103. How hairy and were you before you started showing? <laughs> That's what I was going to say. you shave as well for a show? Bro, I could probably... I could probably grow the hair from my eyebrows to my toes. So I'm, I'm like a monkey, but like a so that, that's probably that's here. probably about four kilos there. Yeah, um, <laughs> but yeah, nah, man, dehydrating, bro. Dehydrating, yeah. I remember yeah. I weighed the scale, and the lady really, really wanted me to be in the the category between eighty to ninety kilos, and I was like ninety one. And she just, as I said, oh, like I, I, I was so beat, bro. I was like, fuck, I'll just compete in the nineties or hundred. I don't care. She's like, no, 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 go to Les Mills and have a sauna. And I was like, oh. she just wouldn't let me do it. So I was like, fuck. So I walked around. I didn't go to Les Mills, but I walked around and I went to this fucking bar. And I just stood in the toilet for ages, like trying to piss, but I couldn't. So I was like, fuck, all right. So what I did is I, I always figured every time I fucking shoot my load, I have to piss. So I rubbed one out <laughs> and then I trickled a few fucking drips of urine out. Went back and I was like 90.2. So, <laughs> so she was like, fuck it. You can go on the, on, 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 on the night. The next day though, I was like 87 or something anyway. But um, yeah, yeah, crazy, crazy. Yeah. The power of jerking off. That's what I got from there. Did you get a high five? Yeah, yeah. 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 high five. That was yeah. awesome. And on that note, we'll be right back. Welcome back. Oh, <laughs> timing. Sorry, bro. Um, we're going to uh, jump right back into it. Um, but first off, um, I just want to acknowledge how awesome it was seeing Eddie ride into his garage on his motorcycle uh, with no pants on. Well, yeah, no undies on. You were freeballing. Fuck yeah. So I was like, I said to Skip, I was like, should I go get my bike? It's like, yeah, bro. Just around the corner. He's like, yeah. And I was Look like, oh, cool. yes, we're cool mean. And I never wear undies. I like, I just don't think they're very comfortable. And, um, so yeah, note to self, if I'm spotting you on the bench first, don't look up. <laughs> There's been times, bro. There's been times? <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Let's surprise this. Why, why do you think I keep coming back? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Does, does he bench like this? Is, is that why you gave me tweezers time? for Christmas? <laughs> you won't get off the bench. Yeah. yeah you just, you, you, you can get up, bro. Up now. We're done. <laughs> now, one more set. I want to do more. Um, so I was, there, I was riding my bike back. And the Nervi's behind me in the car. And she's, she's like thinking, that, like when we got back, she was like, why do you keep playing with your shots? Because my fucking sh- shorts are riding up so high. I could feel, almost felt like my dick was flapping out the side. All I could hear was... <laughs> Like don't want to get caught in the back wheel or something, yeah. you know. Yeah. That sound of running on jandals. Yeah. Abby here's just going, just normal life. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, bro, one of the reasons we really wanted to get you on here yeah. is uh, number one because we love you, but I guess the other part is we've been talking mental health and give less fucks. But I really, well, we were collectively keen to hear from both of you on your perspective on on life and yep. and. considering uh the battle do you mind sharing what you're yeah 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 what you're you're going through right now bro yeah pretty open so like i went from 
being a bit of a non non a cocky way but a bit of a modern day hercules to um becoming like fucking ant-man really but i i got diagnosed with a rare cancer abby's gonna creep me here probably like four, four years ago can you name that cancer bro I don't even know what it is. <laughs> no, I don't the reason know. I did that is because you, you asked me this before. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm doing it again. I was like, what, what do you put me on the spot for, man? Because it's funny. <laughs> no, I, got, I got no clue. So my basically my my left ball sack swelled up like massive, bro. Mm. Huge. And I suddenly I was just like, I looked up and was like, fuck, Father Goose, uh, Father Zeus. Thank you for Funny gifting me, you know, like I thought it was a gift from the gods. Was, where did this great fruit come yeah, from? Yeah, where did he's, he's given, given thy some fruitness here? Just no. in one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but now, nah, yeah, it was, it was fucking, fucking tumor. So, well, I actually went in, nah, I went in before, what was it? I went in a few years before, didn't I? So, like, yeah. I, I was outside the gym in Cumi, like vomiting in the car park. I went to the doctors, off the hospital, and my ball sack had swelled up. And, this is <clears throat> i feel like this is where um i'll say i'll say this from the start now i think new zealand has good doctors as well as shit ones like any industry you have good and bad sure. mm-hmm. but we are stupidly unequipped you can have the best soldier in the world but if you send him to a, a war with a knife he ain't gonna do shit yeah right yeah and we went and i went in they did like they were ultrasounding that crap i went to my doctor actually and he goes mm. go to hospital i said when he goes now he didn't tell me anything about a malignant tumor mm. <clears throat> so then all right so i went to hospital at Auckland, they're scanning the crap out of it. And I'm thinking, like, it's just an infected hydrocele, which is just, like, water. Mm. Just drain it. They're scanning, 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 scanning. Next thing, they go, oh, yeah, it's, it's a, they think it's a hydrocele. Cut it open, drain it. Yeah. Probably the worst thing you could have done. A few years later, <clears throat> same thing, swells up. Um, I was up, I was here. I came home. Then I had to go back to the gym to train a client. I came home and I started getting kidney pain. Went and trained a client. I was going like white in the face. Came ho- went up, came home. We went up to Wellsford. They were like, oh, it's just a pulled muscle. Came back home. Said to Abs, like, this ain't no fucking pulled muscle, man. So went to hospital, North Shore. Um, finally did a scan. They said, oh, one of your lymph nodes is <clears throat> swollen up in your stomach. That's blocking your kidney. Mm. Um, went to Auckland. They <clears throat> checked out the ball sack again. Decided to chop it off. And came back and said, oh, you got cancer. And I was like, oh, fuck. Bro. So there you go. But it's kind of where I say the, un, the unequipped thing, and this is what I will say now. Mm. If you've got any sort of cancer concerns, get a fucking PET scan. A PET scan is like a CT scan that highlights cancer. You can pay for that, eh? You can pay for that. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. can do that. I paid for yeah. it myself. It was yeah. two grand. Yeah, I think that, yeah. And bro, when you, I went to Aussie to go get a second opinion. It's like New Zealand's like third fucking world. Like I went into Aussie and I went into the Peter Mac clinic and I was like, I feel like I'm in star wars it's yeah. amazing they said to me the so they go if we have any cancer concerns the first thing we do is pet scan yeah. and i said well it makes sense and then they're, they're, he's looking at me sideways going you haven't had so one? a few years ago when they drained it why didn't they just pet scan you and i'm like i yeah. don't know to be yeah. fair though like what we've learned over this journey like now that we know what we know you would do things differently but when sure. you initially in the panic of it all and when they're going through this stuff and you first hair tumor or cancer you're instantly just like holy shit well, and then you, and then you get yeah. pretty desperate and you trust that the first person that's going to walk in whether it's a surgeon or a doctor or a specialist or whatever is going to go this is what we're going to do you trust, you trust that person you're just yeah. like thank you that's what to. we're going to do Bro, I got no, no, we had no knowledge no. when we yeah. got to Aussie all of us would be naive right we naive yeah, yeah. so no idea went to Aussie when yeah. they said that though I remember we both sat there and looked at each other because it was a 
battle in itself to for me to try get his medical records to get them there yeah. because they weren't really as supportive of us going overseas then when we got there and he said where's your pet scan and i was like oh they're in there and he goes no no these are x-rays and ct scans where's your pet scan and then we both were like what's a pet oh, scan? oh wait what's the difference yeah mm. like i don't know and then it was them that then goes they've just performed a major surgery on you Based yeah, so, on so that. They, and we were like so what they did what? is they removed the testicle and then they went into my stomach and removed the ones in there and then only when we went to aussie and came back the aussie guy recommended a pet scan of a full body so they hadn't even scanned my full body yet so then they they finally did a full body scan and, and they go oh you've got them in your chest and neck as well oh and it's like well Bro. so you're telling me that you only ct scanned my stomach wouldn't you think like you found cancer let's get the cunt back in there and fucking pet scan the full yeah. body head to toe sure yeah nah so um yeah went to aussie came back <clears throat> and then um uh basically it all like turned to custard and fucking blah blah and then they're like oh chemo they originally said chemo won't work and then they're like oh we're gonna try chemo now and blah blah, blah back and forth and i basically got to a point where my left lung which i've pretty much lost now was kept filling up with fluid like wow. and we're talking like four plus liters of fluid and it got so bad at one point that like we were just sitting around home doing not to do and then abs found this place in china and um and we went and then um old man's was like fuck just go so we went there and like a, like a treatment place or? Yep. yeah yeah, like hospital. Yep. 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 Hospital, yeah. Yep. so they had like some alternative sort of therapy things yeah and um so yeah we fucking off to china man and um Started getting some treatment there. <clears throat> and and am I missing anything at the moment? This was, this well, was pre-COVID, right? You went to yeah, pre-COVID. Yeah, yeah so yeah, like yeah. what happened was initially is in New Zealand, they were kind of like, he was public where it all happened because we just rushed him into hospital and you, yeah. and you just end up in the public. And then they find the tumor, they go through that process and then you get pretty desperate. Like when someone sits there and goes to you, this is the situation like it's yeah. it's not good and this is all we've got to offer you you start to go like we'll try anything we'll do anything we'll yeah. pay we'll, we'll find ways to get money like what are we going to do here and then then we started to explore options overseas mm. but you were bouncing with all different opinions it was like quite overwhelming and in that process we nearly ended up going over to germany or finland and then ended up with china but it was only because here they were kind of going like, well, we could try this or we could try that. But overseas just had like so many more options. So and in that window, we went quite alternative as well because you got desperate. Like we were like, yeah. we, we went vegan, full vegan initially. Remember yeah, that? Wow. The mm -hmm. initial days. And I remember being like, I don't know what to cook other than make a salad. Like I was yeah. saying, I, I just mm. like, So you were just looking for like ways to try and we, combat this you just, yourselves. Is you that hear and you see things online yeah. and you're yeah. like, well, A lot of reading, a lot of nutrition. Yeah. A friend of mine's dad got diagnosed stage four and his his mum is actually the per, one of the doctors that'll pour the liquid over the cancer and if it turns blue it shows it's cancer and she basically found did it to her own husband's prostate cancer sure. and um he was basically written off treatment didn't work and then he went all he just gave the whole natural way a go and he's mm. cancer free for years now wow so um i was like fuck it i'll give it everything give go. it a nudge do, yeah. do both yeah so but we went to china flew to china um and uh, what an experience <coughs> from uh, a few different angles. But, <laughs> bro, like, this is the efficiency of them, man. Bro, first day there, bam, on in a car. Next day, I went in, went in a car, got a PET scan. The next day, I had a fucking magazine of all my results of my scan. 
So to give you an idea, like you get a PET scan in New Zealand, you got to wait for, you know, not saying that the, I'm not bagging the doctors here. So system, sure, no. the system's yep. fucked. Yep. And, you know, you got you to gotta wait. Over there, but bam, there's there. They had even had made, made a magazine, bro, yep. overnight. Yeah. And um, just so efficient, bah, 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 you know, just getting stuff done, just just not mucking around. You stay mm. in the hospital, bang, just, you know, it's crazy. And um, so, yeah, I did two trips. Yeah, two trips over there. Yeah, we were supposed to go back for a third, but then... Yeah, and then COVID, COVID stopped yeah. that. But um, yeah, two trips. Yeah. And my I had this doctor called Dr. Lee. <laughs> and um, so well. Bro, the guy just didn't <laughs> stop working. Eh? He like lived there, but yeah, he was real cool. <clears throat> He's like... um. He'd, he'd like he'd like you'd just like kick in like kick my door in, into our room so he, if i was in there pre pre high five it didn't matter he <laughs> nah, was nah, he'd just walk in and he'd be like hello and i'm like oh hey dr lee he's like mm, ha, 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 how are you and i'm like yeah i'm, I'm all good and he's like mm, okay are we wing we're gonna go doing uh uh treatment soon um you follow me soon okay mm, okay yeah all right mr lee okay you're welcome and then you just like walk out and i'm like oh yeah so one of the treatments bro <clears throat> i had to get in this like big bathtub and it had lasers underneath and lay and then this machine would come down on top <clears throat> shoot lasers from the top and it's like using sound to kill and you're butt naked <clears throat> and some of the nurses over there were pretty pretty hot mm-hmm. so fuck these little these these you know, not, not, not too bad. I mean, Dr. And they Lee were very hot, excited to yeah, see this while we're walking. A little bit of, <laughs> little bit of knee how, you know. And um, fucking, fucking, I'm like butt naked, bro. And the nurses come in, they have to wipe the bubbles off you in the bathtub. Because it's not like you can't have the bubbles or some shit. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> they get like, come around, they get real close to your crutch and then they just, just they just avoid them. Damn. You know? Yeah, yeah. Damn. And but then, there's bubbles there. But the, yeah, get, yeah. I'm like, yeah. Try, I, I can like feel the bubbles. <laughs> and um, <laughs> he's poured bubble yeah. bath into yeah. the yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like leaning over. The modern treatment. Kept, like, he's like, bubble bath? his no. hands to make bubbles. Yeah, yeah. I'm like trying to like shake. And like they put gloves on in that, bro. Dr. Lee, man. He violated the fuck out of me, bro. He just, <laughs> he just comes in. I'm like pinned in the machine too. I can't move for shit, eh? And um, he comes in, bro. No gloves. He's like, it just, and I can't see, like, the tub's quite high, so I can't see over. I can sort of, I can't really hear either because I've got him um, plugs in and I'm, I'm partially underwater, my, my mouth, I can breathe, but, yeah. and I can't see. And then <clears throat> he just, like, pops over like a, like, you know, like a cat. It just, like, sort of, and he's just like, he's just like, hello, and I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and he's just like, more bubbles. How you feel? I'm like, yeah, I'm all right. He's like, hmm. And he just starts wiping with his hands, you know? And my knob's like on, it was on the right side. I still vaguely remember this. It was hanging to the right. And he comes down and he just psh, hits it psh, over to the left. And I'm like, Ugh! and then he's like, wife from the black comes up the other side, psh, hits it back the other way. I'm like, Ugh! and then just like, wife from the man yeah, across the yeah, way. Yeah, he's just bitch slapping my dick. I'm that's like, what, that's what Dr. Lee's doing. He's just, you're welcome. And then he leaves again. And he was trying to explain it to me. Yeah, I was like, Abby goes, <clears throat> He's not even Dr. a doctor. Dr. Lee, eh? how does... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a yeah. hospital. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just some turkey that walked off the street. Um, Ebs, I ask her, oh, how does it work? And he's like, hmm, hmm. <laughs> so, uh, it's a, it's a work, uh, it's a, it's a run on the microelectricity something. 
You're welcome. And then just walks out the room. It was such English As English was like, he's super smart, dude. Sure. And we had another doctor called Dr. Lucy who could speak English like really well and stuff like that. But his English was crack up ass. Sounds like. Yeah. Like when we first got there, like it was actually like there were so many funny moments that we could like share with you guys. But there was definitely the moments of like fear too. where You're like, we're in this foreign country. No one speaks any English except for the translators. You walk into this hospital. Like it was quite overwhelming. And I remember the first day he was quite sick. Went into the room and Dr. Lee comes out. And our translator, uh, translator Lucy had left. And Dr. Lee's like, uh, 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 I need you to sign this. And I was like, looked at it. And it was completely in Chinese. And I was like, uh, Dr. Lee, I can't. I can't read it. Like, and he's like, ah, you trust me, I'm a doctor. And I was like, <laughs> That's what you do. Yeah. Ah, don't worry, don't worry, I'm a doctor. Don't and worry. I was like, give me an English version right now. That was like our first day there. And I was just like, yeah, nah, like yeah. I might be signing, just take all his organs. Yeah, <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. We obviously wanted one of them. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he was going, going after someone. But like, after being there, like, man, what an incredible doctor. Yeah, like, amazing incredible. doctor. Um, amazing service there was other dudes i mean we had um one dude from gold coast some chick from uh or somewhere close People to Italy. States. another couple of cancer patients yep. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. patient. traveling to get this treatment yeah, yeah, other Kiwis, treatment, there was yeah. another couple mm. from New do, you, do you remember the name of the treatment um, like? so, sono spdt spdt so, sono Photodynamic, photodynamic therapy, therapy yeah, okay. yeah. So this is quite revolutionary, is it? No, I don't know. I don't know, bro. I think yeah, it's, maybe. Yeah, like I don't. I don't know. I don't know whether it's a breakthrough technology sure. or not. Um, when I came back to New Zealand, there was some shrinkage, and that's only after two treatments. And each treatment around cancer shrinkage. Yeah, and there were yeah mm. cancer cancer shrinkage. Yeah. So I got, I got in the pool the other morning, and there was definitely shrinkage. <laughs> yeah. That's why clarifying Definitely. everything. Yeah. Well, I did after Dr. Lee's treatment, I, you know. But, um, Enlargement. Yeah, I only had like two, yeah, six week stints over. So you're talking like 12 weeks, oh, yeah. um, which is pretty cool, um, considering like New Zealand basically just said, threw their hands up in the air and said, we don't yeah. know what the fuck to do. Yeah. Um, the, the PDT treatment has been around longer than like longer than the one that he went and tried. Yeah, and so, that so, one yeah. there, they have it's used for many, many years mm. on tumors that are closer to the surface. So okay. what they were playing around with over there was this treatment that essentially they could reach tumors that were deeper. Using yeah. sound. So, yeah. Yeah. so, so sound the other, vibration. The other yeah. one uses light. Sure. So they, they go, like they can get close to it and they put a light and this one actually uses sound. So, um, mm. yeah, that was, we were really open to it. They still use like Western medicines. Yeah. and chemo and things like sure. that but they're very alternative as well and like i remember one of the first things we noticed when we walked into the cancer ward which we had already taken this turn to change our diet and try all these holistic things and we were real open-minded and you walk into the hospital and you go into the cancer ward and the first thing you see is this bloody massive banner up and it's all anti-cancerous food spices and like just like mm. natural things that you can do and i was like how cool is that that they're yeah. still supportive of like diet and like and, just right. natural and like things. and you think like about from a common sense point of view right why wouldn't you mm. like you know like i remember talking to my dad and i was like oh yeah like you know should I, people are saying you should go holistic don't touch treatment and people are saying you should touch treatment don't go holistic and my dad's like just do both yeah. and i was like yeah. well yeah it makes fucking sense right Give like just do idea. both yeah like you know what i mean like surely cutting out crap food and all that's got to be good for you anyway so which you know obviously i know that is but like yeah. so i felt like you guys probably need to hear about 
how the start of that treatment before he gets in the bath happens because that was fucking so good. So he they go in and he has to inhale this like green. Oh yeah, no, no. So that's the night before. So the night before, I have to breathe this like green smoke thing, and I was like, oh yeah, sweet. Sat there, breathed away, and um comes out done, and the nurse comes in, and the nurse can't speak fuck all English, even worse with Doctor Lee. And she comes in with this, like, um, like this chew bay. Mm. And she's like, mm, ah, she's like, ah, ah, and I'm like looking at her going, oh, like, I like, I down my throat. Like, I was like, oh, this is going to be just, this is going to be revolting. Mm. She's like, mm, 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 ah, ah, and she like points at her ass. And I was like, wait, what? I like, we both the same way. And I was like, and I looked at Abby and she just started giggling and like she was like tearing she was tearing up and I was just like, Oh fuck my life. Like, <laughs> so next thing I'm on my side. Oh, <laughs> next thing I'm on my side. And this this all I hear is <laughs> And then she just starts probing my butthole with this tube. And then, then fucking like injects this green liquid that I had to smoke up my butt too, you know? And but did they charge you extra for that? Or? No, it was free. <laughs> hey, do you know? Do you know my favorite line? After of about all three of... times, it actually became pleasurable. <laughs> my favorite part of all of that is when I was like, "I'll leave him." I feel like this is a moment that maybe he would prefer that his, his girlfriend just gets out of the room. And so I went around the corner, but it was like in the kitchenette <clears> part <throat> of the same room, and you can hear them, and then they're going, "Relax." So relax. the first time, the first, <laughs> the first time. For the first time, I kept clenching and it kept popping out. And she's like, no, 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 Andy, it's okay. No, yeah. And she goes, "Ah, hold on, Dr. Lee. Back up. She goes up, gets Dr. Lee, comes in, he's like, oh, what's the matter? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. He's like, ah, don't worry, it's relax. I'm a doctor. And he's like, trying to do it. And he popped in, he's like, just relax. Five year old babies do this. And he like sticks it in my butt. And he's like, okay. And slap me on the ass, <laughs> and then just and then just fucking leaves. And he's like, "You're welcome." And then it's like, as he's walking out of the room, and I'm like, I need a fucking, I need a fucking smoke or something, eh? Like, you know what, darling? Into this podcast at this moment, we've got no idea we're talking about cancer treatment. Yeah, yeah. So it's um, very effective. <laughs> uh, Doctor Lee's high five. I like yeah, it. yeah, yeah, I like yeah. It. High five on my ass. Yeah. Doctor Lee's. Oh, high that was. So yeah, no, it's, um, <clears throat> interesting. So, yeah. So where are nice. things at? So that's a couple of years ago. Where are things at today? Today, uh, so yeah, that, so the left lung I had to have drained like fourteen times, and yeah. that's basically it's like stuck now. So it's basically not really there. And then um, the uh, they did like a and they came back to New Zealand. <clears throat> they did a pleurodesis where they like put basically like almost like a talc powder and of course scar tissue to stick the lining of the of something in the in and the lungs stop the floor building up mm-hmm. and then um the the one of my oncologists i've seen two oncologists in the public system and this is one thing i will say to say on here for anyone that has got cancelled or know someone is um i saw I, I felt really bad saying this but the private system is better it is so i was seeing the same i'll say so two oncologists and um uh they you know, they said to me I can't offer you anything. There's nothing else we can offer you, even in the private sector. He go, uh, they they work in both. Yeah. Or well, one of them did, the main one that was helping me. The other one was kind of like almost like his assistant in a way. Like, uh, uh, my oncologist is basically, I, I'm pretty sure he's like the top dog in the country. 
um, because I even, um, when I was trying to go, I tried to go to public because private, because when I came back to New Zealand after going to China, I saw the, this chick who was one of my oncologists and she was like fucking rude to me, like real sour that I'd been to China. And I was like, like, why are you sour? Like, like, like what, what's your issue? She's like, oh, you basically just went there and had chemo. And I'm like, no, like, and then they said, I might. Dr. Lee said, you need another PET scan. Mm. Can you get one over there at home? I said, yeah. And I asked her, I said, can you help me get a PET scan? I said, I'll pay for it. Can you refer me? She goes, I'm not having any, I won't get involved at all. I'm basically Her exact said, words were, good luck getting a PET scan without me referring you. Yeah, good luck you. Without getting like, a PET scan without me. Oh, gosh. Whoa. So I was like, okay. So then I rang up Ascot Radiology and they're like, yep, if you'll pay for it, you can come and get one. So I went there and paid and got one anyway. <clears throat> so she was... And my she, uh, straight up, she was a piece of shit of a doctor. Yeah. My other doctor, he's the man. Like I, I really like him. Mm. Um, he he's really really great, and and he didn't take it person. He's professional, mm. and why would you take it personally? Like 100%. you've got a you've got a young dude. I've been told that I, I, I was like one of fifteen people in the world that have this cancer. It's that rare, right? That rare, and wow. and and he just he was like. He was like, yeah, like, what did it, did it help? Like, you know, let's have a look. And he's like, oh, yeah, there was some shrinkage. And he didn't, like, it's not personal to him. Yeah, yeah. Like, I have a rare cancer. Life. Of course, yeah, I'm going to, yeah, yeah, I'm going to go, like, search around, man. Like, I'm fighting yeah. for my life. And um, so I went in, I wanted to go private and I was, couldn't, and they weren't, like, getting back to me because they're, like, real busy or whatever. And I said, is there any other oncologists I can see? And they just said, no one else is qualified to see you. You have to see this guy. So I was like, okay, cool. So I ended up seeing... The same guy who I was also seeing in the public went and saw him, and then they and then he started offering me another drug, mm. and then there was a now this was years now years later he's I've even been offered an, another drug to try, so basically in the private sector, when you start spending your own money, there's other options. Options yeah. come available. Yeah, and That's you do get better thing. treatment I, too, like because I, I see the same oncologist every single time. When I went to the public, I was seeing like multiple. Like yeah. mainly, mainly two, but I'd see other turkeys as well who I'd never met before. I'd seen the same oncologist. I've got his personal number. I've got my own personal nurse now that I can text whenever I need anything. Like, <clears throat> it's just, like, it I, I sounds very, like, you know, snotty or whatever, but like, when you're fighting for your life, yeah. you know, oh, you're just like, yeah. more options, eh? I think yeah, it's like, don't, don't fuck around, you know? Understanding yeah. the process of it. Like, that, yeah. like I was saying before, like, we, now it terrifies me and i will tell this to as many people as i can our clients family members the fact that we sat in that oncology room with one doctor or specialist that goes and obviously at his family like all of us were desperate in that moment of like you find out the news that someone they go to you well you might have five years to live that's what we're estimating and you go fuck like okay and you start to panic and i remember Addie's dad going I don't care what it costs. I, like, if there is anything public, private, overseas, you tell me now. Like, you, you tell me because I want to know about it, kind of thing. And he, and this is sitting in a public appointment, and he goes, "Unfortunately, this is all we can offer you." We switch across to the private with the exact same person, and he goes, "All right, so what we're looking at," and then puts it on the table, and you're like, "That's terrifying." But, because even if you don't come from wealth, if you know that yeah. information, like, you would find a way, right? Yeah, like absolutely. you as a parent, yeah, you yeah. would find a way. And so when people go, "Nah, it's much of a muchness and stuff," I'm like, "No." And like, the, we've and, learned... in his defense, he's a good doctor. He's yeah, amazing. I, yeah, I wouldn't want to wouldn't want to trade him for anyone else. 
but it's the system. Yeah. Like the yeah. drugs that he's offered me now, he couldn't offer in the public. Mm. So yeah. he's hamstrung. Because I have yeah, to pay 100%. for them. Yeah, like yeah, the drugs yeah. I'm on now, we've like without the family support would be screwed. Yeah. Like especially my dad and my and my uncle. Yeah. But like we've had to pay for them. Yeah. that's why I've got access to them. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like in the public, you don't pay. So like... Once we went private know. too, another thing we learned, which I guess you just want to talk about it because you're like, if you're listening and you know people that have yeah. just found out or, yeah. and we wish we knew earlier and it has helped us when we went overseas was it wasn't till about probably close to a year into his journey, we sat down on an appointment and one of the oncologists said, well, if I had cancer, I would get this test. And we were like, why are we only hearing about this now? Like yeah. we're almost a year into this. Like if wow. you've got an aggressive cancer, you might be lucky to get it. So like, thankfully his is slow growing. So we've had time to make decisions, but like, and that was a gene test. And that was so that you could basically look at his specific tumor and his genes and then take that information and you can start sending it overseas and you can go what are you guys working with here what have you got going on what drugs are available what's his body going to respond to well mm. that's not something that we knew anything about initially and it has come in handy because when we went to china he did an immunotherapy over there and they looked at that test and said unfortunately you've got a gene that will literally just fight this immunotherapy like it'll do you no good yeah, yeah. kind oh, of wow. thing whereas some people might be in the process of looking at immunotherapy, say I wouldn't know about that test and you'd just throw 20 grand at it and be like, yeah. well, we'll try it. Like it's mm. just those little things that you learn. Like, it's been like, like I said, unfortunately, with that, like my, my grandfather and my dad and my uncle specifically, and we've had other people help, but have really helped a lot with financial. Yeah. Um, be well screwed without them. Yeah. Um, but <clears throat> it, I think the main things I'd say in terms of like pointers, mm-hmm. I'd say is one um, nutrition. Uh, like I know for a fact because the drugs I'm on now they really mess with my guts. And when I'm like, like when we went to Queenstown, I was eating a little bit off, like still eating clean, but a little bit off. And like I just, and like my my body just feels it hard. And when I get back on the good food, I can just I'm cleansing out and I'm just a lot better, right? And I've actually seen it in my blood works as well. Like mm-hmm. my blood works in things like my CRP, which is called your C-reactive protein. That's one thing I would encourage people to get checked. It measures the inflammation in your body. <clears throat> it should be a one. Mine was an eleven. So like, oh wow. Um, and I got it all the way down to like a three or a two. So like, that's a massive positive. So like, um, and that's through nutrition and stuff. Um, so I'd be, I'd say nutrition would be one. The other thing is too, as I'd say, ask, um, ask questions. Like, mm. don't just like follow suit completely don't go against your own like doctors i'm not saying that at all but just ask the questions like what abby was saying like <clears throat> if you got to get the knowledge to be able to ask the right questions like hey is a gene test worthwhile getting you know for example or are there any other, other alternative drugs because i just know from my experience if i didn't ask these extra questions those options wouldn't have come up mm. um and uh, i'd say i definitely try to go private if you can um, I know, obviously, I know financial situations are the same for everyone, but I'm just saying that from my experience, mm. if you do are privileged enough to be able to go private, mm. go private. Yeah. It's like you don't, and not that we ever want to be like, yeah, doctors, specialists, but like, <laughs> yeah, on that topic, like, before you get to the point of like proper illness, obviously, like he has got found very late. He was misdiagnosed with the hydrocele, so mm. the worst thing they could have done was the drain that happened, but... You don't really hold on to that. I think the lesson now that we try to tell people is like when you go to the doctors now or when you're just sitting there and you feel something and you're like, 
that doesn't really seem right. If you go to a doctor's office, because this literally just happened to me recently, I'm so paranoid now. I'll get annual blood tests because mm. I'm like, mm. I just want to mm. know that my stuff's good. And I'll go in and I sit down with the doctor and I said to him, well, I've got like kind of like, you know, minor little symptoms, little things going on. I've had issues with hormones in the past. Obviously, I didn't mention him yet. And I said, I just want to get this, this, this and this checked. And the original doctor that I saw goes, and he kind of rolled his eyes and he goes, have you seen, is a naturopath sent you here? Or he kind of was just like, kind of blew me off. Like, it's not necessary. Whereas I'm like, don't be afraid to go. That's fine. Like, you don't have to get shitty at them, but like, go get another doctor. Go yeah. see someone else and be like, I just want to get these done. I'm not asking for it free. I'm just, and yeah, yeah. and put your foot down because there is doctors that will do it. And I swear to God, when you end up in a position like Eddie has, then you start to, you start to kind of almost like barter with the universe where you're like, fuck, like I would do anything to just change that. Or if you can please just give us a good result or reverse this, then what I would do to change that. And you sure. start to go back to those earlier appointments and you're like, fuck, if only yeah, I'd if put my foot down, I knew something wasn't right. That com- and confident curiosity. But it's scary. Yeah. It's and fucking it, terrifying. I knew for a while, bro, that um, something wasn't wrong. Something wasn't right with me. Yeah, I knew for a while. Like I just, like, like I said, I'm not trying to sound super cocky. I've always been a very, trying to always live life being a very humble guy, but I was like, I wasn't the most intelligent guy, but I, one thing I was gifted with was a serious level of fitness. Like even with my military school training and stuff, like I got put onto courses to do like really like to go towards that real like high end stuff um, for like military type stuff and whatever and 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 and, and whatever. Like yeah, I mean, I got an option once to go and do um, Navy diver training, which you have to be very very fit for. Um, I didn't end up going through with it because I'm not a very good swimmer, but like like and i to give you an idea of where my fitness level was at so i was very very fit and then going through and then i started to like struggle like i just like i would get sick and i was like i never get sick like i literally was like bulletproof and then i was like why am i struggling to like like i'm so tired every weekend i just want to sleep all the time something wasn't right and it was because i had fucking cancer mm-hmm. do you know what i mean it's like and then it's exactly what abby's saying is like go get checked but what she also like what's to back up what she said as well is if your doctor if you go to your doctor and say hey can i get the full works blood test i want to check everything even if you say i'll pay for it Mm. and they say and they turn you away go find another doctor because that fuck what shouldn't be practicing in my opinion yeah yeah. because how is there like i know they have like raw funding and but if you sit there and say hey cock i want to pay for this Mm. where's the issue yeah, yeah. Where's the issue? It's coming out of Tell my you. bank account. Mm-hmm. I'm make, I'm providing you business, bro. Yeah. Like, and I've had friends that we've heard the story and have gone to doctors and said that, and they've still gone, oh well, I don't think you really need. And it's like, get another doctor. Yeah. Get someone who cares. Too, when you talk about like, again, not talking about them specifically, the doctors. When you talk about a broken system, yeah, that's the that's a perfect example of it. Is like. I know that's why I try not to be rude or angry at them. I'm just like, that's fine, but I am going to go somewhere else. And then you reattempt it because they literally like our system's so parked to the point that like they actually, they can't just refer you for all those blood tests easily. Like they do to some extent have to be like, she's showing these symptoms. So I'm going to like, it's not that simple, unfortunately with your health that you can go in there and just be like, I want all of this done and I'll pay for it. Like, and same with his PET scan. Like, they have to have a reason. I agree. To, it's not, like, it, it just happens. So yeah. if you get a good doctor, 
there's ways to bend the rules I agree. and they yeah, can do exactly it. Yeah, exactly. Like, I was going to say, I agree, but disagree. Yeah. That's why I still stand by my statement where I say, get a good doctor. Mm. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. if you get a good doctor, you find a way. They will. Mm. They'll help you. You know what I mean? So, like, they'll find a way. Yeah. Oh, what's that, Cal? Oh, you, you're feeling a bit under the weather and you've been like that for six. Okay, we better refer you now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, whatever it is. My point is, is like, bro, don't fuck around. Mm. Yep. You could be like this dumb fuck and just like, oh, I'm, what's going wrong with my body? I'm getting sick now. Bro, I had fucking, fucking cancer lingering in my body, man. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's like, it, it's, it's, you can sit here and go about, oh, broken system, broken that. And, and yeah, I agree with all that. But like, it, it's, you, it's, it's like being put in a lion's pen and going, oh, but that's not fair. The lion's like 300 kg, he's got claws and teeth. That's not fair. Bro, fair, you're fighting for your life. Yeah, man. Yeah, eye gouging is all, all in. You'll bite the lion yeah. back if you can, you know, if it means living. Yeah. Like Do you know that, what I mean? Bro. So it's like the same. Bite the lion back. Yeah, man. Like chew yeah. on the cunt's ear. You know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you might tickle his balls if you have to, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Like, you, you find another doctor. Yeah. You go with your gut. Biggest yeah. learning curve, though, I think, for him now, because he was such a, like, well, he still is, but he was very driven with, like, making money, work. Yeah. Man, he was working some hours back then. And so he had that mentality of like, just that, that real like meat heady. Well, not meat heady, but like that, like brute, like just keep working, go hard, don't eat sleep, not going to go to the doctors. Although there was definitely signs there that something was going on. And like, that's been the biggest thing that we're like, honestly, that whole, nah, she'll be right attitude, yeah. which I think we've Classic all been razor. there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Honestly, I like I just promise you from someone that has to watch their entire world just like that change, and I'm like that mentality, like don't fucking do it, because I promise you, like once once you lose your health, like yeah, mate. And so that's been a big learning curve for him, because even now he'll try like brute his way through things, and we're just like it's not worth it. No. Like it's yeah. actually not worth it. Like because he and funny enough, before he got sick, he used to always be like, man, like I'm always so tired, I always get sick. You never do. Yeah. And I'm like, but yeah, I don't know if it's a good thing, but I've always been a real like, la, la, la. don't take life. At, like I didn't have that pressure from family or parents to like get ahead and make money and things like mm. that. Whereas he put a lot of pressure on himself to work and make money and whatnot. And I'm like, and then you see what happened. He neglected his own health to some yeah. extent. Yeah. Although so many I'll people you, now man, will say like, they looked at him when he got sick and they were like, but you guys are personal trainers. You're so healthy. Yeah. And I'm like, so you're sort of saying just like paying attention to those would you call red flags or just those little things that just don't don't ignore them bro yeah don't feel normal to you yeah and like I I think the other thing too is like you hear people like oh yeah yeah I'm just like I'm so busy with work and like which is fair you know like busy with life and work and all these like things going on but I guess the one thing I'll say is I I I can I can hear you man I could relate I was busy obviously I didn't have kids but like I'm still a very busy guy but if you get sick like i do brother you got no choice but to fucking slow down mm-hmm. well yeah you're, you're you can say goodbye to a lot you can say goodbye to your business you know if you have one you can possibly say goodbye to your job uh it it's coming for your life bro and <laughs> you know what i mean it's going to yeah. collect everything along the way so that doctor's visit with that blood test or that scan could detour you know you might have to go get a surgery done or whatever but blah blah but my point is is if you continue to use that stupid excuse that i used oh, i'm just too busy ah oh, should be right. should go by oh, now i've got to got to, got to train the client or i got to do this with the gym or whatever 
nah man like because if you yeah if it strikes you mm. everything stops yeah. so so you obviously the benefit of hindsight right looking back there might have been some things you've done different do you mind me asking like i guess what life is like and especially even from your sides mm. right abs now like what's what's been the change of perspective on like making the most of everything that's in front of you and how life kind of <laughs> works for you guys with what you've created here yeah. in this awesome gym and stuff do you mind sharing a bit about sort of well i think this works well because obviously there was a point where going down to the gym and things like that like with cancer i think people forget because he has again got that like very driven stubborn sort of and not in a negative way like and i admire that about him that he he's just like a hustler yeah. and so him getting sick was like for the first time in your life like you can try and be the hard ass person that you've always known yourself to be but you actually can't with cancer like you do need to stop and put your health first yeah. and everything else comes second to that and so like for him he wanted to like keep pushing through go to the gym keep working and things like that and it was like you know you've got to accept that some days you might just need to just be in bed just lax out yeah. take that take those moments there's going to be days where you feel so fucking defeated mentally and that's okay but whereas for him he's like no like I just got to keep going. I got to keep going for my clients. I got to do that. The, and this, I don't say this in a way to make any clients or any members ever feel bad, but people probably don't realize that 99% of the time in the last few years, if you've trained with Eddie, he's probably in pain. Yeah. Like he, there's, there'll be element, not some days better than others, yeah. but that's cancer. That yeah. is symptoms yeah. of cancer is there'll be something going on and he keeps pushing through. So there's those days where you've got to say to him, it's okay to stop. Mm. nobody's gonna judge you whereas to him he's like no 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 like i just gotta keep going and so that's been a big learning curve for him and then as the person that's supporting him through that i think it, it, that's challenging because like he he's such a strong person and i'm usually the la 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 going with it whereas <laughs> like i've almost had to take that like kind of almost step in and be like no like i'm gonna tell you what's up now and it's you need to stop like yeah. and that's hard for him because mm. he's like he's pros such a generous though. yeah generous pros and cons. My, my 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 job is probably i reckon my job's contributed to why i'm still alive mm. yeah not not like from like a <clears throat> not from like a um suicidal point of view just from like a point of view like it's kept me going kept me going out of bed purpose you know? mm. yeah purpose yeah and um and and stuff like it's it's yeah i i feel like if i had completely stopped you, you kind of hear that with people that retire yeah. They sort of say once you retire, once you stop, that's when it goes downhill. Yeah, bro. Yeah, there was a few times where like I had to stop for a few months, and I could feel my body a lot worse. Mm. Like you know, like terribly weak in the legs, just from lying around all the time. Like just a general weakness, postures crap, like all sorts. You know, the body's not made to not be moved. Yeah. So um, yeah. So it, it's what it's. But I totally agree with abs. You know, like I, I've t had to learn to slow down. But yeah. It's, also yeah. like you can't stop though you know what there's I mean? like that fine line too i think like you'll hear people say this when they have cancer and you're like don't let cancer control your life or don't you know you've got to keep going you got to try to stay as positive as you can and like but you're definitely going to have days where like <laughs> yeah. it fucking beats you like yeah. you just yeah. you what's yeah. the point like the amount yeah. of times like, and <laughs> funny enough people will say oh you guys are so upbeat and positive all the time i'm like no we're not <laughs> like we're certainly not like and, and it's totally normal to have those lows and have those down days and talk about it like mm, that's yeah. a big thing because i think like part of like i remember there being times where like when he first was get sick 
and his headspace wasn't good like fuck he's human you've got cancer and someone's told you at 27 years old you might only have five years to live and he's so busy hustling like get my house maybe start a family do all of these things that he hasn't actually lived and then someone's gone and told you that fuck yeah he's had some lows and so there were days where like i would have to go down to the gym i'm like i don't want to leave because i'm fucking terrified to leave my partner in this mm. headspace right now yeah you know like those but you do but he's such a just keep going with it and i'm like but it's okay because one thing that he is very good at is talking that is one thing that i mm. think has been amazing through this journey is that i know when he's having a day that he's like i don't want to do this anymore like mm. i i don't feel like i and then you'll have good days where he's like fuck yeah i got this and like yeah and that's the big thing and i think and i don't know if it's a male thing or if it's just people in general like talking is hard talking is really hard when you're talking <coughs> about emotions and like yeah it's, 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 it, it's yeah. like yeah it's, it's definitely hard um I guess like yeah like when like coming back to that thing where I was saying like you know you're working all the time like I, I kind of want to stress that a little bit more like because that was a major reason why I didn't skip like I if I I reckon if I had jumped on it earlier I'd probably be in a different position oh wow yeah but I I was so knucklehead like I I really sacrificed a lot and this doesn't go anything against my family members but a lot of my role models as family members have been successful businessmen and it's just me looking to them uh as in, uh, as inspiration i aspired to be like that so i chose to make the sacrifice of living to living life more per se to like work mm. and and i was doing all right i mean i'm not bragging but i was like 27 and i almost bought my second property and i i backed out of that second one because the cancer came along and stuff but like <clears throat> like i was hustling man i was going hard and literally got diagnosed and <laughs> like and bro medical is not fucking cheap yeah, it is yeah. not cheap like regardless whether you actually have to pay for the bills directly it still impacts you in a way where it's not cheap and and it's like it just absolutely destroys you and like if in like work and income for example i've had no support from them the whole way through like zero i haven't been eligible so like <clears throat> it's like yeah that's what i'm saying i'm just really want to stress the fact that like yeah, you right. might look you, at a doctor's yeah, you, visit as yeah. expensive or a, when you have to pay for yeah, your bloods to get yeah, it really like, i don't have the time i'm busy at work i'm like oh, yeah. hey, hey sucker if you get stung with the wrong one you're gonna have plenty of time yeah, yeah you know what i mean like to make more yeah time. you'll be you'll be desperate to make that hour free so yeah. your perspective on things uh, is sounding like it's changed dramatically so your point there around the chasing busyness and your yeah correct me if i'm wrong you're like your version of success would, very yeah that, so like success in my mind was 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 your bank account yeah, this, right. when i first yeah and um i was like what an idiot what a dumb way to think <clears throat> because i've also got i've also seen people who have large bank accounts that have lives that i wouldn't want yeah man um you know what i mean i think now my version of success is a balance I think you know obviously financial is a, is a key part you do need you know nobody wants to have financial stress if you don't have to but if you don't have friends and family if you don't have love in your life yeah, and 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 like uh adventurism and whatever the word you know like y y y there's so much more you know what i mean and yeah, that's, that's a richness um, itself eh? having that that is that is yeah, yeah it's it's more important i think because um i, I guess like <clears throat> through the cancer thing like a little bit of my thing that's also like changed with my because my career like i said i've always appreciated my clients but it was always business you know 
it was always business you know i was always like i'm gonna i don't feel like training someone i'm really tired but i'll go do it because i want that paycheck yeah whereas now i i don't really care about money because why would you in my position right you know like you know yeah and it's like i i genuinely just want to help people now like i genuinely just like like i i I just sort of look at it and i go like fuck i want to i want to help this this turkey out and one of the biggest ones was skips like um when you came back from Timor that time one of the biggest turkeys going around yeah 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 one of the biggest turkeys going around yeah um, gobble gobble yeah gobble gobble yeah no that was that was that was, a, that was that's kind of what sort of um i came home that day and after seeing you bro when you came back and that shook the shit out yeah. of me yeah huge yeah. thing yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah. I don't recall. i mean this was, this was prior to cancer yeah but it shook the shit out of me and and that's when i actually started to sort of head that road of like shit like how important or how powerful can like a tr- workout be and then after seeing you bro and then going through the cancer journey myself and stuff and 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 once you've like it doesn't have to be cancer it doesn't have to be heart attacks don't have to give me anything one like once you've stepped on the other side because like cancer heart attack depression all that they all lead like they they all can lead to the same simple thing and that's death right yeah so like once you've stepped on that side of death row per se you we're, we're all we're all the same yeah you know what i mean like oh what are you here for oh cancer what are you here for oh just i got fucking depression like it, it, there's no different the, the end result's the same right so like my point is is like you like it, it, like throughout this thing I, I just i wanted to like help people more and um just like how powerful even just a workout and socializing can be and i noticed that even for myself that's why I say my job's been a huge part for me because there's times where I'm like <clears throat> depressed as shit and then I have like a client like Skippy pop down or one of the other lads or one of, even some of my female clients and it's like, it's a pick-me-up. It's like, oh, fuck, cool, you know? Yeah. Got to train with the boys, have a laugh, take the shit, take the purse, like, and it and it and it's amazing how it stirs the spirits and like lifts you up and it's like, wow. So, yeah, like, so for me, it's like, genuinely i just want to help people now because um <clears throat> i don't know I, don't, I feel a little bit like awkward saying it but you don't know like you don't know how close someone is to stepping off the ledge and that one fucking workout could be like the thing that pulls them back yeah. over you know and like yeah. it doesn't have to be the workout it could be anything but i'm like if i'm in a position to be able to like give someone a seshi or whatever and like i said with with as being able to talk to the wives, there's been like a couple of lads with like the wives have just said like, he's so much better when he's at like coming home from work now. He's way more positive. He's way more happy. Like all this sort of stuff. And I'm like, and I'm thinking like, fuck, it's, that's just from a workout. You know, that's just yeah, from like, very powerful way. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's just from exercising, exercising and socializing, hang, hanging out with one of the boys and training. Good people, good energy. Good people, uh, good yeah. energy. Fill your cup. Uh, dude, I'm like, dude, like you're potentially like helping someone out that desperately needs it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I'm like, that's, that's, that's it's, like, and, and, and like I said, when you've stepped, like for me, I've been on the other side. I don't want anyone else to go there. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, basically i guess i don't know if that can ask you a question or not i'm not really sure but it completely does yeah 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 i guess what's really genuine and real in there is 
so your perspective on what's you know what makes you happy yeah your purpose and you kind of just shared there that was that connection that Mm -hmm. wasn't just about fitness it was about helping yeah people get to a point that yeah yeah fulfills them and and i can attest to that because what you just shared there Mm -hmm. so if anyone listening if you're wondering so i battled depression and i and it took me a long time to talk to you and it was only about two weeks ago where i finally shared with you that there were moments where you you know you probably saved my life in a couple of times it's like yeah yeah that's um so that's pretty fucking cool yeah that i think that's been a big thing through all of this i would say Sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to. <laughs> I think Say something about China again. It was a real funny story. <laughs> I think that's what's really cool about all of this, though, like going back to him, like when we refer to me going to work, there were literally days where I would message the owner of the gym and I was like, I'm scared I might come home to someone today that's not still there, like he's yeah. not in a good place. So when people say they think of this journey and they're like oh he's such a strong person and look at him go I'm like I don't think people realize his clients how much you guys have saved Eddie like there are days where I'm like I as his partner am scared that I'm gonna lose him to suicide before I lose him to cancer and then he'll see one of you fucking meatheads <laughs> and I'll hear you fucking one of these turkeys I'll hear you fucking idiots I'm glad down you're here. pointing at him yeah. <laughs> one of you dickheads you made me fucking cry bro <laughs> you God damn it. me sad because I'm like and I'll hear you down here in the banter and I know obviously we would never share that because of confidentiality and whatnot. Yeah. but I know a lot of what goes on with some of you guys that he trains yeah. and I hear that and I hear that laughter and I'm like, that is so fulfilling. And it's, that's the beauty of this industry and this job that we do. Cause I'm like, you guys are literally saving my partner while he's doing what he can to try and give and save and teach you guys. And the unfortunate thing, and we've had this conversation so many fucking times on this journey. And that is at what point and how bad does shit have to go wrong for you before you actually just open your eyes and make some changes or, you know, yeah, like yeah. for your health. So like for Eddie, like he, his pop was a great example where he would go, you know, all the symptoms, the signs were there. Like at what point does shit just completely fall apart before you go, fuck, this yeah. isn't good. I'm not okay. Like I need to fix something. And unfortunately for us, I feel like Eddie, me as his partner and his family and all of you guys close to him have had to watch someone that we love get this fucking sick to go, oh, fuck. And then maybe take it more seriously. And that's the thing that sucks about the whole process. But I hope that people can take that from this, which is why it's cool Mm. that you guys are talking about it. It was Mm. nice for you to share this because, um, you know, what you guys have gone through, I think a lot of people haven't had to deal with that and are lucky and Mm. take life for granted. Um, and you don't have to be embarrassed about crying, bro, because mm. you've been through fucking some shit. And uh, the reason we came here is because Skippy knows you quite well. And mm. um, and uh, yeah, just said you're you're GC. And, and just by talking to you, it seems like for what you've been through, you've actually realised that like the give less fucks about the money and the shit. I guess we we, we come back to give less fucks. And I guess it's mm. would that be right in thinking you give less fucks about materialism? material things and it's more about yeah yeah for sure like it, it, like you you can have like <clears throat> the best fishing boat in the world but if you got no mates to go fishing with 100 percent, yeah bro 100 percent. i'd rather go surf casting off the fucking beach with a bunch of good cunts than yeah then go out in a fucking glass palace and 
or yeah. Jim Palace, sorry, and then um yeah. You know what I mean? Be lonely but Yeah, bro. Or with the wrong people. So, um, yeah, no, it's it's definitely important. I think socializing and uh like I was saying before, socializing and exercise is, is heavily underrated. Yeah. And it, it should be prescribed. It's and I'm not just saying that because I'm a trainer, but yeah, I think yeah, it should yeah. be it should be encouraged should be encouraged you know like because um it's it's powerful shit but th- th- that's where i also like i've said this to skips as well heaps of times when we're training it frustrates me with the um fitness industry in this aspect too is because like it, it, it's the fitness industry is so cool but then like there's so many trainers out there it's very easy to become a trainer very easy and <clears throat> you can walk into a gym so I guess my, my thing here would be like, I'd give like some, some pointers out. If you're going to go into a gym and hire a trainer, first things first is don't just take anyone that's given to you. Like normally they go, they are oh, here's a trainer here and you can train with Bob here and Bob will help you out. A lot of people will walk into the gym, they don't know anything and they'll go, <clears throat> can I get some help? And they go, yeah, yeah, we've got a trainer that can help you. Well, first of all, you're hiring the trainer. So... Or, or or even if they're not paying them but you're 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 paying the gym right so actually ask about the trainer interview the trainer ask them mm-hmm. who are you how long have you been in the industry um have you got any like referrals that i can talk to have you got any uh like pictures that i can see of people that or anything <clears throat> you know what i mean like what are your specialities how like blah, blah, blah. because you get a lot of a lot of trainers man come out do their course, come out, start charging, trying to charge top dollar. And bro, like not being, everyone's got to start somewhere. I did, but they don't know shit from clay. Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the stuff they teach you when you go and study is one thing, but they don't teach you how to deal with people. They don't teach you how to like, like, you know, like to, to train someone like I'm, I'm sort of, well i guess we're kind of like undermining ourselves about i mean you do got to have skill to train people you got to know how to train them and you got to develop your own techniques and you can specialize more like abby did her um pre and postnatal um Mm. stuff and then i did like my sort of like prehab which is like preventative um, rehab and then a little bit of rehabby stuff and nutrition like stuff all that sort of stuff you can but like the training part's actually kind of like the 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 fun the easy part but being able to like work with a particular person or whatever that's the more tricky and i guess where i'm going with it is that you come in if you get the wrong trainer and they give you the wrong service that can scare you away mm. and that uh, that that the i guess the message is going for try, this train the message is going out to other trainers and gyms whoever would be listening or and people is like for people make sure you hire the right person yeah. because we've had countless times and i'm not saying i've definitely probably made a shitload of mistakes from my career but we've had people come to us and they're just like fuck i've this is, i've never had training like this before in my life hmm. my last trainer used to make me do this and this and this but like and then they're like oh i love this this is amazing and it's like cool awesome mm-hmm. you know and the other on the other aspect is is like if if from if you're a trainer or whatever like don't like you got to understand that um you don't know who the person is you're working with mm. like we're, we're working with like a little bit of a superpower you know yeah <clears throat> that that guy or that chick that comes to you to see you and says oh can you help me out and then you do a sh- the wrong job 
or maybe a bit of a shitty job or maybe you just don't feel overly qualified to do it mm. you could deter them away from fitness and that could just be the one thing that's stopping them from jumping could off be the that edge. Sharp yeah, yeah. because mm. yeah. it's no fucking secret bro that depression's on a massive rise yeah bro. that was what i was gonna you say know? like now I'm going to start questioning you guys. Yeah, go for it. Um, Shut the beat. But like... <laughs> but I, like I need to get a my, my, yeah. t- my turmeric's coming out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is that my phone going? <laughs> but like, I'm curious though, because it's obviously I've watched this person that, and when I first met him was a strong, well he still is, he's the strongest person in my opinion that I know. But he never would, I suppose... I don't know if you understood completely, but like had a very sensitive approach to anxiety and depression, more so anxiety, until now that he got sick. And I recall a day at the gym where I fell apart in Kumi. This was well before he got sick. And I was kind of hyperventilating, having a moment down the side of the gym. And I remember him kind of being like, whoa, like he was a bit overwhelmed. He's like, what's going on here? And I was like, just a bit panicky, like just clearly getting a little anxiety attack here or something's going on. And now having like now that he's been sick we've actually rushed him into hospital a couple of times now which turns out it was he was just on the verge of a pretty severe like panic attack it was anxiety but we thought it was the cancer and because i'm going like what's your symptoms what's going on and it's i think for him being like a real turning curve to understand anxiety on a deeper level and i'm curious like have you guys like what's your take on I, that like, I take but, medication for anxiety yeah right yeah. so and I think not a lot of people talk too much about uh, that and, and it's kind of hard when you do talk to some people that are quite close minded to it and they're like nah it's nothing it's just in your head people like, don't get it because they're like you're outgoing how can you be anxious about stuff so I don't know but it's just a, a, a chemical I guess that everyone's everyone's battles I mean we talk about so the mental health we're sort of we, we're starting to talk about it more because it's important um, you know, but I mean, I remember Lee saying to me, "Is like, um, he doesn't have mental health." No, but, and that was, uh, and that was a comment because <laughs> so I, I don't understand. Clearly, it. everyone watching knows. Walruses are always really happy. Look at the mate, <laughs> But it was about acknowledging, and and I know that was a comment that you made. But uh, it's like you actually do. It's just how you deal with. You've obviously got better cope mechanisms that you just. Oh, yeah, well, I just don't understand it. Yeah. So, bro, I was the same as you though. Yeah. Before I, I got sick, man, you, you either you either know or you don't. Yeah. And there's there's no need to explain why or whatever. It's just if like what what you found off Joe Rogan that saying if your, your worst day is your worst day. Yeah, I mean, I guess what I've I guess I've had the uh, yeah I'll call it the benefit of learning through my journey is that and this will, you, people may have heard this, but it, being worried and overthinking and then it expressing itself physically through loss of breath and loss of sort of just where you are and cognitive functions all that kind of shit is really really normal Mm -hmm. um what i've done personally to combat it and i've had to get better and better and better and it's still not great it's just better as as um put myself in situations where i'm connecting with people that i really like Mm. i'm doing fitness to help build up that sort of physical fitness tank and then also get real good sleep and stuff. And, mm. and if that cup for me is full in those areas, then my ability to cope and be resilient when I'm worried or I'm panicky or someone said something that offends me or whatever it may be, mm. Mm. I can cope. But then some days I don't. But one of the things I would say if someone's listening and surround yourself and give license to some people, present company included, uh, for them to be there. Yeah, you too, Tuggy. Um, I'll tug you in the corner. Um, to to be there and, and recognize what's going on. 
so they can do whatever they need to do for you and that could be as simple as just shutting the fuck up Mm. and just being there while you work through it yeah or it could be as simple as taking you somewhere yeah to change the environment and that's what these guys have done for me before i've had a panic attack pre-podcast before just because i was just in a state i hadn't slept for a couple of months and i couldn't cope and then they said let's get out of here and what do you do you go to the pub yeah, <laughs> uh, whatever fix that. Or, or and it, it actually worked because it took me out of my environment. Yeah. So yeah, I guess my point there is give give the people. Hopefully, you've all got people that love you and cherish you. And I'm very lucky. Mm. Yeah. I'm surrounded by people like that. But give them license mm. and and sort of let them know what you need. And that yeah. might not be that much. Yeah. But your yeah. thing on medication. I was on medication for fucking ages. Yeah. So I think that's a tool, and it's cool that you could say that. I think medication's a tool, mm. in some sense. I don't. Yeah. I don't like the fact no. that I have to be on medication, and I stopped taking it, and I realised that I needed to stay on it because I was having these weird episodes where I just <coughs> couldn't deal with life. Mm. Bro, it's not a weakness, eh? Hey? No, no. Mm. I know some. Like, there's been some people. There's been one person in, in my life. I was like, just, I don't know, like just looked at as like a just a just a fucking lion you know what i mean like he's not a he he ain't on the fucking zebra fucking plane or the the fucking whatever he he's he's a lion bro and he's 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 running his own pack and i had no idea but major and and without the medication would is is a wreck Mm. yeah and i was like what like him you never know eh? you just don't know like you know what i mean like fucking simbara mufasa could be having anxiety attacks on pride rock bro for you know, you know yeah. what i mean like <laughs> yeah. walking up there and holding that little baby lion out so i can panic i shit. think that's been a bigger thing and it sucks that someone that i love had to go through this to teach me that lesson properly but like <coughs> that whole not knowing what people are going through you hear it but whether you actually change and try to be a better person for it is a whole nother thing and i think it yeah. wasn't like i joke about how i and there's memes about it when like you could be a really nice person until you get behind the wheel and then some fuck where it cuts you off and then you turn yeah, into like a they don't like give you the yeah. wave or the hazard lights so like yeah i get a little bit of road rage but i remember one day fucking move gun but one, yeah. one day, I really want to help people. Yeah. Move! Yeah. I'm you. all about moving help. Fuck you! <laughs> Countdown car park. Yeah. <laughs> See my little car park. But I remember one day he had just had his like massive surgery. I was clearly not in a good space and I needed to get back here for that little floof in there and he was still a puppy. And I was whatever was going on and I was driving in the city get overwhelmed in the city and I obvi- I don't know to this day if I cut that person off or they were just being wanker but they were like mm, the horn out the window like, you fucking stupid I won't tell you the other things that I was called in that moment and I just remember just being like shaking and like burst into tears he was still in hospital but I remember just being like there's just too much going on right now and it oh, wow. What a weird, random little experience to have. But I am so mindful of that now when I'm out and you just get frustrated at stupid little things. I'm like, you just don't know. And had, if somebody is in a fragile headspace and I just, because I'm getting road rage or I'm in a rush or whatever, was to say something, you don't know how close you are to pushing that person off yeah, over yeah. the yeah. edge, right? Like yeah. I, And it sucks that I have to be in the shitty situation to just be like, whoa, hold on a minute. Like you actually need to really think before you just unnecessarily act like an asshole. Because just because I'm having a bad day or shit's not going right in my life, that doesn't mean that I 
you know it doesn't justify doing that stuff and you kind of you do you stop and think a little bit more i, I would sort of i think i'd probably go as far as saying like if you've never had to experience anything um of some sort of extreme mental healthy sort of situation if you've never had to experience that or you've never been exposed for exposed to that uh, in my mind you're actually lucky and you're a bit of a spoiled brat you know what i mean because like you you are you're, you're spoiled man mm. that's been spoiled like so spoiled in a good way and you're naive you sort of, you're yeah. naive to fuck mm. you know and you you just boob boob and the ah oh, get the fuck away i need to go to, i need to get to this place bro and it's like until you've been slapped across the face with mm. something like that like mm. abs just said then it's a humbling thing you kind of go hold on a minute just a scary yeah. place to be when you're like, that fragile yeah. and it's something so small could yeah, yeah. completely yeah. tip yeah. your edge and you go i think people that don't go. have it they need to understand that people can't control it and they need to cut people a little bit of slack especially like employers and stuff of people that are you know um can't make it in because they just can't face the day mm. um just you know mm. you saying you talking about that and what you brought up before about how we all deal with things differently i remember my sister actually Lisey gave me a piece of advice and it was years ago and it stuck with me and I still think about that through this journey and she said to me once it doesn't matter like I could come up to you right now and get a pen and stab you in the arm and I go across and stab you in the arm like the little Don't psych I am this isn't at the countdown and- park, <laughs> <laughs> someone just cut me did off you, did you cut her off put your walrus in the middle of countdown <laughs> what are you doing here Chubbs is angry <laughs> Yeah, angry. You wouldn't like an angry chump. He ate my snack. It's a I'm PC7. Sorry, chump. Carry on. But like when she said that, she was like, I could do that and how you respond and how you react and get over that situation versus how you do what you feel in that initial moment versus what you feel can be so different mm. and that could come down to how you were raised what you've been exposed to and and so your way of grieving and dealing with things can be so different and and that lesson that i taught like that i would learned from that and i try to do in this journey with us is that it doesn't matter that his situation is horrific it's shit it's a sh- it's shit he got dealt yeah. a fucking terrible card but that doesn't mean that say someone that I don't know as well comes in and they're feeling overwhelmed and they can't face the day and today's a bad day. I'm not going to sit there and go, well, your feelings aren't valid because my partner's situation's worse. Yeah, Do you know yeah, what I mean? Like yeah, right. if yeah. that to at this point in your life is one of the worst days you've ever experienced mm. and that's one of the worst days you've ever experienced. And I'm sorry that you're feeling that and I will try be the biggest support person I can because I know whether it's cancer, whether it's just a shit day, you've lost your job or something like that's happened. I know how fucking scary and dangerous it is when a person gets to that point that they were like, today is the day, it's enough. I can't, I don't want to do this life yeah. anymore. And that, and yeah. I, I don't know, like it sounds deep and horrific, but like those are lessons and things that we've sort of like learned through this. I, I, can, just, I, can, I totally agree with what you're saying. That's mm. probably what I want to say there. Just so you're not, it's not too deep. Or, I, I think it's just really important that people's feelings and emotions be validated and, absolutely you know, and that, oh, i'm finding that as a parent like your kids have feelings and emotions and you're like oh, get over it mate it's like oh you, you got you know oh your teachers said this but i found like if you if you just acknowledge someone oh. and just go yeah no I'm, I'm gutted you're feeling that way bro yeah it's kind of almost all you need to do and some some yeah. examples right but 
um, the power of you know not comparing your problems to others. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You know, you, yeah, yeah, you said you it. can still talk. Worst days you worst might, days, so. you yeah. might not necessarily choose him as your person that you're going to go offload to if he's having a heavy day or whatever he's mm. got going on. But that doesn't mean that your situation or your feelings aren't valid. That's I guess yeah the point there because it's just like talking. It's big. Like the amount of people that have said to me with what he's got going on, well, I hope you're looking after you. And even I'm guilty of doing that. I'm like, I don't want to complain about my shit. Jesus, mm. look yeah. at him. Like, mm. but that's not healthy. Like mm. I need to be in a good mental space to be his person. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm learning that too because I'll be the first to say, yeah, I'll, I'll put my shit aside and be like, this stuff's worse. Yeah. And it's not good. Yeah. It's dangerous. It's yeah. fucking yeah. dangerous. It's an interesting place being, I guess, a partner in a yeah. relationship where you've, you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah, your loved one is battling the, the worst thing, and then at the same time you're trying to look after yourself, and, and, be, and then probably be that cornerstone, and be and like carry carry the weight of you know like yeah. trying to battling getting my asshole probed by an Asian joke. <laughs> <laughs> The fact that it makes it her smile so much means yeah, 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 she got yeah. a lot of joy it's out of it. She's like, times. just reading the magazine. Are, are you sure she wasn't like, is it going? Yeah, yeah, I probably. I, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Left the room, yeah. bro. Didn't know who was. Didn't know who was back there. Just jumped the Didn't even know who was back there. Next time you, next time you tell me to relax. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm doing this for you, baby. Yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. Oh, that's um, guys. I think first off, just want to acknowledge you guys and the. I won't take it too far. Like uh, what you guys do, the Ed and Abby um, approach to life, the way you're helping people, what you've created in the space here, it's just kick ass. And Thanks. I think the three of us have been grateful to sit with you here. <laughs> Here's some of the background of how a, a real high five should be done, yes. um, or the context um, of why you should high five. You um, should always high five after sex, and if you don't, you know <laughs> you did not perform well. Yeah, that's what Dr. Lee say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh high five your bum. Are you Dr. Lee? <laughs> high five your bum. <laughs> Look at it. I told you. I told you it wasn't a hospital, bro. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> but I think it's just been really uh, awesome for us to hear. Um, mm. yeah, and especially on that that side of perspective of giving less fucks and and what really matters in mm. terms of what we believe is the things we should chase after. And I love how you guys want to help people. Like yeah, man. you've helped so many, and I yeah. think it's just been really cool. Anything from you boys before we sign off? No, it's just awesome talking to you guys. I'm meeting you guys. Awesome. Yeah, no, really. uh, you guys you. are good people, and um, yeah. Yeah, just reach out if you need us for anything. Thank um, you. <laughs> don't know what we can do. <laughs> Put us all through press up yeah. so they can laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Torture. You, you should come in. I think that's a great idea. I think we should do a session. You should yeah. sit in my head classes mm, one time. Oh, mate, shoot. Yeah. If I could get Dr. Lee's number, that would be nice. <laughs> <laughs> and his nurses. I'll pass it on. Yeah. Eddie and Abby, you guys are legends. Thanks so much. And everybody listen, uh, if there's anything on this episode that sort of raised a few things for you, if you want to reach out, feel free to. We'll chuck a few things in the show notes of places where you can get help and, and um, also just let you know where you can find these awesome personal trainers and best friends of ours. So, hey, Bye. love you. Give less fucks. K, love you. Bye. Bye. You're welcome. Cheers, guys. <laughs> High five. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.